Sports as good or better than WrestleMania. WWE Super Showdown. <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome to the wrestling ring. We are doing a live watch-along of Super Showdown. Well, it's not live. We are live watching. We are live. It's not live. That's right. Because this shit happened uh, a while ago. Yeah, but we, we wanted to wait and uh, redo it, or do it, because we thought it'd be fun. Yeah, because we, we know pretty much the results. We know it's poo-poo. And we can't wait to rip it apart. We, you know, our WrestleMania watch along was one of our better episodes, I yeah. think, right? They got the most listens out of anything we've done. So, so this should be fun because it's already kind of going into it, knowing it, so we can really like, ah, this is horrible. This is horrible. Welcome to Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, home of you know beheadings and women not being able to drive. Did you know Jeddah is also a planet? Or a city in Star Wars. It is because of the Rogue One movies. <laughs> every time, every time they go to Jeddah, I'm like, well, that's gonna get destroyed by the Death Star. Oh, Triple H and Randy Orton. We haven't seen that hundreds of times before. Yeah, but not in the last five decades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Ziggler, huh? Well, I, I'm not caught up, by the way. I neither am I. So and even though this pay per view happened a while ago, I am still not up to date on it at all. So, Ziggler, I was shocked. That's shocking. I just think they don't want him going anywhere either. Why? You know? You're not going to do anything with him. I know, but they, they just keep signing people so nobody else can have them. They've got this whole thing on NXT now where these, like, rising stars, they're doing a tournament with all these, like, the guy that was Killshot and Lucha Underground and Zima Ion from Impact is there. What? Yeah. Can we talk about wrestling? <laughs> Um, I'm. This is one of those special podcast episodes. It's not really the the normal. We're just kind of gonna bullshit. But I'm going to Boston Comic Con August sixteenth through nineteenth, yep. and I noticed the lineup for the Northeast Wrestling Show that you're going to. Yeah, Dean Ambrose is gonna be uh, there. Other than that, there's you know Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, should be really uh, cool. El Parca. Yeah, I saw. I was. I'm on gonna there. be spending a lot of money. Who else is gonna be there? Uh, everyone's favorite legend that drop kicks, Jerry the King fucking Lawler. <laughs> He'll do any independent show that he can. Speaking of doing any show that he can, Goldberg and The Undertaker. Who nobody wanted to see ever. Not even when they were in their prime did I think, wow, let me see Goldberg and Undertaker because those two should just... And I love Undertaker, but goddamn, you should have retired years ago. You really should have. This, oh, Lars Sullivan, who nobody cares about either. Why does the either. WWE look like shit? Because <laughs> it is. Well, I mean... It's... <laughs> like, who wants to see Baron Corbin? Like that... I thought you were going to say Bobby Lashley, and I was well... about to get mad. <laughs> I enjoy My Bobby man! Lashley. I actually do enjoy Bobby Lashley. I love Bobby. Especially since he was really cool to us at the CTWE show the one time. That was the only time. I don't the know. Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia that nobody ever asked for this fucking deal. Except for the Saudi Arabia. Isn't it horrible that a bullshit show like this is making more than Mania? Yeah. What's the point? And it just... These stars are just coming out for a paycheck, and it's really... Right. Did you see that fucking, you know, pardon my uh, political correctness and defensiveness, but that cancer patient Shawn Michaels? <laughs> Jesus. 
Come you know, on, you come out of retirement after eight years for that? Yeah. The, and, you know, speaking of cancer patient thing, the whole Roman Reigns leukemia shit, oh. like, I've seen previews for the movie uh, Hobbs and Sean Hobbs, Oh. and Roman Reigns is in it. If that whole leukemia shit was an excuse for him to fucking go film that movie, that that's some bullshit. Because it kind of does go around the time that he was out it that they were filming that. Was out. Yeah, and he looked fine. Yeah, that that seems to be some kind of bullshit, if that's the case. That you're using that to, as an to excuse. To put him over finally. You know? And then it's kind of like, you know, Cena getting stabbed in the kidney to go film the Marine. You know what I mean? Yeah, I that. Yeah. That was the whole storyline with him and, and uh, Carlito. Was that Jesus stabbed him in the kidney. That's or Jesus, cool. as we like to call him. Seth Rollins rocking a, like a Quantum Realm-esque Endgames suit. Yeah, he's always been kind of up on that stuff with, his, cool. with his outfits. Yeah, I like that. I do too. Speaking of Endgames, dude, I gotta, t- I gotta show you this. <laughs> I'm choking on Skittles! <laughs> That's how interesting this show is so far with Seth Rollins walking in. He doesn't even give a fuck! He's letting me die! <sighs> I tasted the goddamn rainbow and it was death. And once again, the whole setup is just a ramp that lights up and a huge screen. That's pretty much it. Who booked this Saudi Arabia? Um, Endgame. Now, I've said this before and I'll see if you remember. When I talked about, like, we're going to talk about Legos real quick. Yeah. That's cool. When the Civil War sets came out, they came out with a set after the movie did, so they didn't spoil it, Spider-Man being in it. They had a set that came out with Spider-Man in the set. There's a new Endgame set coming out, and this is it. I'm very excited for this. As Lesnar's wearing out Seth Rollins with a chair. I saw him dancing. That's strange. (laughs) I know it's not the best image, but you get the Hulk in the Quantum Realm suit with the red Infinity Gauntlet. You get Pepper Potts in her Iron Man suit, or Rescue, or whatever you want to call it. Two more little Chitauris, and then just another fucking Black Widow. That's really but cool. I was like, man, like, yeah. Yep. Especially with uh, Hulk with the Infinity Gauntlet on. Well, yeah, really the cool. red one, because yeah. that's really sweet. Because, and also, the uh, the Hulk that came or that comes in the Endgame set, the $100 one, that like that just looks stupid. Yep. He, need, that, he was in the suit most of the movie, so... Seth Rollins has his rib tape because of uh, the assault by Lesnar with the steel chair. I think it was because of the dancing. The dancing? He busted, busted a rib. rib and yeah. just, oh my god, the dancing. <laughs> From laughing at it. Why is he wrestling Baron Corbin? Because apparently Baron Corbin is a main eventer now. I am irate. <laughs> Can you hear the anger? He doesn't even wrestle in gear still. He's got to be sucking somebody's dick to keep his job. I'm That's just disgusting. <laughs> well, probably true. That's disgusting. <laughs> we don't talk like that here on the what? The wrestling comic we, podcast. We don't. Who the who the fuck told you that? Ah! My mother. She said, Jonathan, you stop your cock sucking. Whoa, whoa. I thought. Whoa. I thought that's Baron. Good lord. Whoa. I thought. I'm not understanding. That's probably the most interesting part of this pay-per-view that'll happen. Yeah, I'll choke on Skittles again. <laughs> Look at that shot. The ramp is lit up like an LED. The Saudis don't even know what's going on. Oh my god, there's a woman commentating in Saudi Arabia. Holy there, she's shit. She's gonna die. She's dead. <laughs> and we're not talking about Michael Cole either. <laughs> Although we could be. 
Also here tonight are Arab, uh, fucking towel, towel, and towel. <laughs> Always bring a towel. Guys want to get hot. Look at that guy at the end with the glasses. He's like, I am here for the bologna sandwich. Whose oh. first name is Sultan? Like, what the? I've never seen a man with his first name being Sultan. I am Sultan of Arabia. All of their children's names are Aladdin, even the daughters. Well, they actually don't have people sitting in the front row that don't give a shit this time. That's amazing. Because the princes amazing. are gone. <laughs> Get rid of the princes. Really? This is for the belt? Yeah. What? Who? Who booked this shit? Because Baron Corbin is apparently a main eventer. I, I, I don't understand. So it wasn't Ken Shamrock. Well, yeah, but he was more legit than fucking Baron Corbin. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, that's my point. <laughs> They're still talking about him being, having once been the active general manager? That's just fucking stupid. Who booked this? They need to get rid of all their writers. Every single one of them. I don't know how you can have any morale being in this company right now. I mean, yeah, you're getting good paychecks, but it, it I don't get it. Are you, though? Are, yeah, you, you probably are. <laughs> Just for merchandise alone, you're probably getting a damn good paycheck. Not if you're Baron Corbin. I haven't seen a jock strap sell in months. Because, like, he just stinks. He does. He does stink, that's for sure. He's not good on the mic. He's not good in the ring. Like, a guy like Seth Rollins could be making so much money just on the indies right now. Just at his, his, you know, his autograph table. Uh -huh. Like, Ambrose, I'm sorry, Moxley, has got to be making a killing just doing meet and greets. Then, then he's a goddamn murderer. <laughs> That's murder. <laughs> you, if you, you see that little chubby little fucking <laughs> we are John not, Moxley we, showed up. We are not excited about this show. We are just doing it because we thought it would be fun to do. And I hate my life, and I figured, <laughs> why, why, why die quick when you can die slow? <laughs> It's like Chinese water torture. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's very bad. Is that porn? N no. I'll it's Google it. <laughs> I watched the episode of South Park the other day of the uh, Brazilian fart fetish. Nothing? No? <laughs> I it. haven't watched South Park in a long time. Actually. I have every season over there except for 15 and 22. I like it. And they even did a wrestling episode, which was really fun. This ain't our wrestling. <laughs> which really made fun of the WWE, because nobody gave a shit about the wrestling, because there wasn't any. Yep. It was a storyline that got my pregnant. <laughs> I just, Baron Corbin interests me none. I, I don't care. He wouldn't even be a mid-card guy in the Attitude Era. Like he he would just he'd be a curtain jerker forever. Yeah, you think so? I think so. You don't think he could have been with the ministry? Nah. Even when he had hair? I think he'd just you be think he straight up with, hardcore know? title, you know, winning Whoa! fifteen times and that's it. That's a fucking slap in the face to like uh Richards and and uh, <laughs> No, they were Raymond. good. They were actually good. You see you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. Oh, there's Every if you win the WWE he, championship, he been, you're good. He would have been Funaki Attitude Era level. That 
Or is that insulting to Funaki? I just said more like Midian. Midian. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see Midian. Midian didn't do a goddamn thing <laughs> other than fucking bust a nut inside the ring for no reason. Like, and be naked with William Regal, or kind of naked with a fanny pack on, but... So, I mean, there you go. He could have been Midian's tag team partner. <laughs> Baron Midian. Jesus, why? <laughs> I was thinking, too, about the, the announced teams. I like Corey Graves, but him being on every show makes it every show sound the same. Not that the announced teams don't anyways, but if you're going to differentiate it at, at all, you really shouldn't have the same guy on the shows. Then you shouldn't have, like, a super show. And the, yeah. You, you need to keep it split. This wild card shit where every, you know, people can go on both shows, what was the point of breaking them up to begin with? Mm-hmm. And having two champions makes no sense if both of them can be on Raw and both of them can be on SmackDown. It go back go back to the the undisputed champion that goes to both shows. I say call it what it is and and just say it. It's fucking fake. <laughs> That's blasphemy. <laughs> you gotta believe it's fake. Look at this stupid fucking match. I love wrestling, but. The suspension of disbelief is out the goddamn window when you have this curtain jerker, as one would say, in a goddamn suit outfit, wrestling a quantum realm wrestler hero, man. (laughs) It's bullshit. You got guys sitting over there in their fucking mother sheets and (laughs) fucking... Picnic blankets we're, we're on their head. Wearing a moo moo and yeah, wearing a picnic basket on the head. I just we're not. Iron Sheik is even like Jesus fucking Christ. Iron Sheik is there calling people intelligent Jew businessman. That's what that's what's happening right now. Holy kikes! I mean, that's yikes. one of my favorite promos of all time when Iron Sheik called me Gene an intelligent Jew businessman. Holy balls! Look at this stupid bear hog. What are you squeezing him with your face? I never understood the bear hug when guys could just turn and like move in a bear hug. Like you're not putting any pressure if the guy no. can move and turn. Like that's just fucking stupid. Like that is nothing. Yep. You got him by the hip. That's like Cena with the STF. Like he wasn't putting ah! any pressure ah! whatsoever. At least ah, Ben. My head can't get out. At least Benoit made it look real. Don't. You can't say his name. Oh, I can't. I'm sorry. You have to say. Is this, is this sponsored by WWE now, so we can't mention murderers? You can't. Well, then we can't mention Jimmy Snuka either. Don't say him. <laughs> Don't say anybody else that killed people. <laughs> well, Baron Corbin's killing the wrestling business. Vince McMahon is. Yeah. And you know what? Velveteen Dream put out like a tweet praising Vince yeah, McMahon and that. saying that you know Vince McMahon isn't the cause of everything. But if everything has to go through Vince McMahon, then, it then yes, in. it is. Like, mm-hmm. And stop trying to, to butter up Vince McMahon to get called up to the main roster, Velveteen. Because you know? mm-hmm. they're not going to know what to do with you either. Mm-hmm. They're going to water down your character, and you're going to be on the, the Firefly Funhouse with Bray Wyatt. I don't even know what the hell that is still yet. <laughs> I like it. I think it's interesting because he's just go off the wall with it, and it's it's... 
But what is he doing wrestling-wise? He's not yet. That's the thing, is they're just having him do the funhouse right now. So how, what the fuck is... How's that going to translate? Who is he going to feud with to be like... What, what is that... What is that built that, for? That's the only thing, is, is once he starts wrestling, what the fuck are you going to do? You have to get, like, a fucking... I don't know, Cowboy Troy in there or something. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting that they're, he's doing something different, and hopefully it's something that he's created, but... But, my thing is, if it doesn't translate into the wrestling product, why not just have it be a special? Yeah. On the network. A weekly Welcome to Bray Wyatt's Sex Shop, or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> and his mask, I haven't, I haven't really, I don't think I've seen anybody say it. The mask that looked like it's pulled back and shit, that's totally based off the Joker. Oh yeah, that's totally based off that mask like I have hanging up in my thing. This match is a goddamn slobberknocker. <laughs> Whoa, Baron Corbin with a huge run. Seth Rollins with a boot to the face. He's gonna always the happens when they run into the corner. Whoop! And he follows through, and he misses, and he goes with a clothesline, and he misses, and he goes, and he ducks, and he gets up with a slingshot or whatever he calls it. And he's gonna hurt his ribs. Which which, which uh, Finn Balor will do in his match later on? Who's he wrestling? Fuck, I don't, I don't even remember. Attention. Maybe Andrade, maybe. Andrade Cien Almas, who's in a group now, I believe, with EC3 and Cesaro. That sounds like a hot turd waiting to fucking get stepped in. <laughs> but like I said, I'm not caught up on it, so I could have the members of that group wrong. But I do know there's a group with Cesaro and EC3 in it, but I can't. I think Andrade is the third member. But Seth Rollins doing his usual dive to the outside. And Baron Corbin not selling it at all because he sucks. This shit sucks. At least, at least Rollins is selling the rib injury, which is actually pretty cool. It's not cool. It's just that's just what you do. <laughs> I'm not gonna applaud him for doing his fucking job. Baron Corbin with a was going for a choke slam off the top rope, but oh, uh, oh my god! Rollins with a roll up, one and a two, three, and he wins. Seth Rollins wins the ICWGP fucking title. I made that up. Did you? Because it was it interesting. It, it sounds real. It, it sounds real. Was it interesting? <laughs> Did it get you like, what is he going on? <laughs> yeah, I'm a deterrent from this. I mean, it could be. I mean, they just created the 24/7 belt, so dude, that's the that's a comedy thing. belt. Something so for killings and Drake Maverick to do. I'm so glad that Mick Foley presented that that sellout piece of shit from <laughs> fucking Long Island. <laughs> He's one that'll do anything for money too. Oh, I want your dick sucked, man! Oh, you got it in my eye. Oh, I'm that's sorry. Terry. <laughs> Come on, Terry's all right. I like Terry. Terry's great. I like Mick too. Just he's kind of doing anything for money too. So I'd fuck his daughter. Well, who wouldn't? I mean, he'd have to uh, be gay now. <laughs> Baron Corbin. And Mike, you can hear Michael Cole maybe a little bit doing his over-the-top bullshit for every move. That, this is just... So this week in TNA Wrestling... <laughs> Sammy oh, Callahan attacked Tessa Blanchard, I'm sure. Is that his thing? He beats on women? Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they have a feud going right now. <laughs> what channel is that on? Uh, it's not. I'm just saying compared but, to this But shit. I guess... Uh, they might be going to Access TV with the same channel that New Japan is on, so that might actually get them some more viewers. 
I can't believe that they're still around. I mean, they've yeah. got a good roster, but if you don't have a, a channel that everybody has, like I don't, I don't understand how you're still in business. Well, look at WWE. They got a lot of fucking viewers, but they're garbage. And that's true. And they're not getting ratings, which I guess doesn't really matter anymore. But I mean, I'm I'm watching. I'm not even really watching it, but it's pretty much out of habit now. Ace is having trouble getting his Skittles out of a plastic bag. That's how interesting this is. I'm paying attention to his Skittles activity. Hey, Skittles in my bag. <laughs> I'm going to see Spider-Man tomorrow, and I'm going to spoil it. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if you just see him like, Get the fuck out of my face! Baron Corbin gonna go with his uh, his lone wolf move, whatever. I don't know what his finisher's called, but Seth Rollins. Oh, he, he, he reversed it, and Baron Corbin doing his slide outside the ring again. A back elbow by Seth Rollins, and then he falls to the ground like he died. Corbin gets a fucking elbow to the face, but has the wherewithal to go get a chair. Kayfabe is dead, folks. Kayfabe is dead. I stepped on a bug last night at work. <laughs> I've still got to go to work tonight after this bullshit. I burned my work to the ground. I'll probably fall asleep at work because of this shit. I'll go to your work with air horns and just run through the aisles. Probably be more interesting than what happens there on a daily basis. Did they kick me out? Probably not. Really? That's <laughs> fucked up. I would have been. Get the fuck out, you autistic shit stain. Oh! <laughs> He wins with a roll-up on Baron Corbin. What the fuck? We'll call it a roll-up. No? We'll I mean, we could. We'll call it a roll-up. A roll-up. They name everything a after A fruit roll-up. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that brought us to the peak of our podcast. <laughs> There's actually merchandise in the crowd this time. Before, like, there was only, like, little kids with shirts on and shit. People making it look like they care. I'm going to say it. If I was me and I was there, I'd be terrified someone had dynamite on them. <laughs> oh, Baron Corbin with an end of days attack after the bell. Is this a setup for Lesnar to come out with his money in the bank? God, Baron Corbin is just a heel. He is a fucking heel. That no one cares about. I am going to get a tattoo of his face on the back of my foot. Oh my God, Lesnar's here for a paycheck in Saudi Arabia. My client, Brock Lesnar. And the new executive director of Monday Night Raw, Paul Heyman, walking out like a pig in shit, just all happy to be there. Look at him, he is, too. Seth Rollins playing retarded. <laughs> Which is usually Baron Corbin's job. Holy Heyman, hustle, you need to get on a treadmill, He's man. looking like Danny DeVito as the penguin. Yeah, right? That did remind me of that, too, actually. <laughs> Brock Lesnar, because if you're not built like a goddamn shit brick house, you might as well have a chair. I'm Paul Heyman, and I am a Jew, and I'll pick up a penny. Would he be on an intelligent, oh, intelligent Jew businessman? Was that supposed to? That wasn't supposed to happen. He was just. Oh like, yes, it was, because it was an excuse for Rollins to give him a low blow. Come on, his fat fucking belly got in the way. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! 
I need a matzo ball soup. QCM Punk's music. Oh, oh no, wait, that won't, that won't happen. Damn. He's going to impact wrestling. <laughs> and Rollins with a steel chair attack on the beast, Brock Lesnar, who's been using the Money in the Bank beef briefcase as a, a boombox. Let's bring Brutus the Barber Beefcake back to the WWE. Let him win the 20 fucking 20 Money in the Bank briefcase and let him call it the beefcase. <laughs> with his no that. neck. I'm a Hall of Fame and beefcaser. <laughs> Lesnar holding on to the briefcase as if it's his child, his mannish looking daughter. I, I, I'm sorry if you're listening, but you're probably not, but you look like a Come female. Come to me, Lesnar. I will fuck you up. You look like a very horrible female. Call, Brock Lesner. Call Brock Lesnar up right now. Fuck you, Lesnar. Yes. You won't come out because I have no money. You won't come out because this. I have money and it's, but it's not televised, and, <laughs> and I can't. And I doubt you even know what a podcast is. Pod, Tide pods, like what my son eats. Oh, a curb stomp into the briefcase. This show is Electric Dynamite Boogaloo Avenue Two. You know what I mean? It's just good. It's, this is good TV. If you're paying for this. Ooh, you're you're doing better than me. If this was still an actual pay per view and people paid for this, you don't have to pay. That for would pay, be horrible. They don't do pay per view pay per views anymore at all. I don't. If they do, I don't know who the fuck's paying for it. They should. They should charge them one hundred and fifty dollars. Especially when people just change emails and just keep doing the free trials all the time. You can't so do that. that's not right. I have like six. Unlike me, I've I've actually paid for the network since it started. <laughs> Sucker. Oh, shit. Heyman falling into the ring, which was oh, hilarious. Oh, 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 His God. facial expressions are just tremendous. Yeah, they are good. He's got, like, William Regal-level facial expressions. Seth Rollins with the weakest chair shots. Speaking of chair shots, something that everybody's talking about. At the AEW event, Gavin Spears, who used to be Ty Dillinger, gave a chair shot to Cody Rhodes in the back of the head that looked like the Jeff Hardy, Mr. Anderson chair shot that that took him that laid him out. Yeah, people are bitching about it that he went into business for himself and that he you know he shouldn't have done it and it busted Cody wide it, open. It, it, and it looked like it was malicious? It, lo it looked bad. Like, it looked... Yeah, but it can look bad, but it didn't look like it was intent to harm him? That's, or what, peop that's what people are saying, that it looked like it was an intent to... Because the one with Anderson and Hardy, it was just... He was out of reach of the chair shot, and he just tried to extend it too much and clipped him way too fucking high up on yeah, it. I remember that. A lot of people are saying it looked like he went into business and for himself, and he was supposed to hit him in the back, and he went in the back of the head instead, oh. so... Oh, Unless you fucking know you don't know. Right. Fucking fans that sit at home on your computers and type away. I'll call you out, you pussies. <laughs> I don't... I, I'll, and I'll never understand this either, why you have to do promos for your shows in a show that people are watching. That they've like, already paid for. Right, like... <laughs> especially the merchandise, like... <laughs> 
The wrestlers are wearing their own fucking merchandise. Why do you need to do a promo video for the merchandise? Mm-hmm. And Stomping Grounds, that is a horrible name for a fucking paper. Use a swastika for your logo there. Because stomping, it makes me think of, like, it makes me think of, literally, curb stomping. It makes me think of uh, American History X. Yeah. It's just that's, with the boot, it just makes me think that for Stomping Grounds sounds like a WWE-themed fucking uh, coffee house. Stomping Grounds. I don't like what you just said. <laughs> I don't agree with this shit. I mean, no, Alexa Bliss's gimmick now is based around coffee, so it kind of fits. Who's this? Alexa Bliss. Like, she carries coffee to the ring now, and, like, if somebody, like, spills her coffee, she gets pissed. And oh, because she can't wrestle, so instead of just fucking throwing her away like trash, we have to utilize she her? She has been wrestling lately, but... That's garbage! <laughs> and she's, like, friends with Nikki Cross, but Nikki Cross, like, it cost her a match, so you know Alexa Bliss is going to turn heel on her eventually, because that's the way it fucking goes. Mm-hmm. You know? I've kept up with a little bit. I kind of see spoilers here and there, but I haven't watched it. I don't see anything anymore. It's nice to know Lesnar f- flew all the way to Saudi Arabia just to take some chair shots and get some paycheck for it. There's pictures of him on the internet of riding a camel. I mean, it's not true. My sources were inaccurate. I could see a picture of him beating the shit out of a camel, because, you know, from roid rage, but other than that, I mean... I hate your humps! With, with his, you know, his Lesnar gloves on and beating the shit out of a camel. Putting it in the Kimura. One of its legs in a Kimura. That'd be fucked. You know what I did? I had a, uh... I had a purple balloon. And I made Thanos' face on her. <laughs> and I hung it up over there. That's more interesting than this show. Thanos. My has name a is Renee Young, and I suck John Moxley's Ambrose. <laughs> Does it put her on the lunatic fringe? It puts her on the goddamn crazy train for sure. <laughs> and Corey Graves is banging Carmella. Corey Graves has become a corporate junkie. Andrade, because, you know, all the Mexicans in this company are just fucking fabulous. And, of course, Zelina Vega's not with him because she likes to not wear lots of clothes. What does that mean? <laughs> Is that a thing? On Instagram, she's always, like, oh. you know... thought they were like, ah, no, 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 senorita, your tatas are hanging out too much. Well, I mean, I'm surprised that Renee Young is even out there, but... Well, she lets her shit hang out? Well, no, just because they don't like women doing oh, shit yeah. over there, you know? I don't like women sh- doing shit over here. I mean, there's, there's, I don't think I see a single woman in the fucking crowd. You just gotta look hard, my friend. I mean, they're certainly not gonna be front row, because... Apollo Crews, the last Ninja Turtle. <laughs> they should do a live-action Ninja Turtles movie with Apollo Crews playing every... Every turtle. Every turtle. Right. Even Toka. And you should get uh, Jackie Chan to be Shredder. That would actually be funny, Jackie Chan to Shredder. Awful. <laughs> awful. Oh, I am I'm Jackie Chan. I do crazy stunts in my Shredder suit. Especially since Jackie Chan's Chinese and Shredder's Japanese. Shredder's Chinese, too, if you just put his eyes up or down or whatever you want. Wow. Wow. Hey! Chinese dirty knees, I'm going to eventually take my daughter to Disney. 
<laughs> oh, he's gonna do the demon. Oh Christ! Because totally... the Saudi Arabians deserve the demon. Can you imagine if Undertaker only did the Undertaker gimmick at pay-per-views and he was Mark <laughs> Calloway or whatever at fucking just normal? He'd go back to his WCW mean Mark Callis. Yeah. Wouldn't that be stupid as shit? What the fuck? We got a bunch of guys dressed up as the demon doing a fucking interpretive dance. <clears throat> Finn Balor's intro is the reason why you don't have sex with other guys. This is the result. It actually looks like it's trying to take from uh, Evil Dead. That does have that kind of vibe to it, yeah. Why is it snowing? Because when you're in Saudi Arabia, you think of snow. If you're watching this along with us, I I'm sorry that Why? you're watching this. Because I'm sorry that we're watching this. I don't want you to watch this. Don't watch this. Just listen to us watch this and don't watch this. Watch something else while listening to this. Kill a squirrel while listening to this. I don't give a shit what you do. So it's snowing on Finn Balor for some reason in Saudi Arabia where it never fucking snows. Because dreams come true, Dave. It, this this is fucking horrible. I, I kind of hate to call myself a wrestling fan watching this. I hate calling myself a wrestling fan watching this, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> the demon character has no meaning anymore. No. You should have turned Finn bad... Constantly had him as a fucking whack job outsider and team with Bray Wyatt. And I, you know, a good guy like this doesn't make sense. And these guys, where'd that come from? They really need to start varying up their offense in their matches. Same criticism I've had of Randy Orton. It's it's you can predict the fucking moves they're gonna do. It, it's. Cookie cutter. Yeah, I mean, I like I was I've been watching some stuff from like the nineties and the eighties. And yes, they did. They had their signature moves, but, but it was their so matches like, look different every time. Mm -hmm. it, it's especially like the luchadors and shit. Like, yeah, they did their high spots, but you watch a Chris Jericho Rey Mysterio match, or one match that I was watching from 2005, Eddie Guerrero against Rey Mysterio. Those matches, every they did a series of matches, and every one looked fucking different. Right. No, it, I know what you mean. It, you it's. Because you know Balor's going to do a dive to the outside. You know he's going to do the sling blade. You, it's, I don't know. Everybody's too similar. I think a lot of it is, is that they, they don't call the matches in the ring anymore. You know? I think because they, they, te they figure out what they're going to do before they go out, they don't feel the crowd. They just, they just do what they're going to do and regardless of what the crowd's reacting to. Yeah, that's true. You know? Mm-hmm. Finn Balor, I, I, as the demon, you still don't look menacing with your facial expressions, with anything. You don't, especially when in all your other matches you're smiling and you right. know playing to the crowd. And I don't, I don't feel like you have this split personality. Yeah, it, if you were doing the same kind of stuff that Bray Wyatt does, you know, where where you are, you are menacing, like. And you know, you do fucking weird shit, but you yeah. wrestle the same way. You just your mannerisms are different. Yeah. And that that sticking the tongue out thing has got to be a Vince McMahon idea. 
Paint it green or something at least. That that's got to be like, oh yeah, you gotta stick your tongue out. Yeah, pal, stick your tongue out. It'll make you make you look badass. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. I don't know why that just is in my head. Balor's kind of got a venom paint job look on him with the tongue, and he always seems to have that now. I noticed. Well, because he can't do that stuff anymore like he used to in Japan, where they weren't really worried about the copyright issue right. with him doing that stuff. Because you know he wants to do that kind of paint, but he can't. Just paint a big old dick on him and say, fuck you. <laughs> See, look, he's sticking his fucking tongue out all the time now. It's fucking... What do you want him to do? Stick his dick out? Well, I mean... What? Don't say yes. I, I don't want him to. Well, good. That's like saying every Mexican wears the same colors. Of course they do. They're all brown. Ha! Get it? That's funny, man. I don't care. I don't fucking care. <laughs> If you, if you think we're politically correct, you haven't been listening to this podcast. So. Uh, I have a shirt that says politically incorrect and damn proud of it. <laughs> and it's a wrestling shirt. He also has a politically political prisoner shirt, too. so Which is a wrestling shirt. Which I also one? have a shirt that says I love my testicles, which is a wrestling shirt. <laughs> Don't be a fucking hypocrite is what I'm saying, wrestling fans. Does Nick listen to these? Probably. Nick, I'm going to beat the shit out of you when I see you next. Rage in the cage! <laughs> <laughs> we'll have you over at some point there, pal. We got the dog kennel all ready for you. Oh, my God. What? Are, we, are you going to bring it in the house, or is he going to be outside? You're going to yell through the window. <laughs> Well, I can on a string. <laughs> <laughs> this pay-per-view is horrible. And it's only two matches in. Yeah, but if you think about it, it makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going to do the Three Amigos because every fucking Mexican has to do wow, the Three Amigos. Wow, and I'm racist because I, I fucking say they all have... Border tossers. Oh, he didn't get to three. Thank you, Finn Balor. Oh, yes, he did. Never mind. Gracias. And another guy that got his name shortened to just one name. Because that's what they do. The Saudis are looking at Andrade Cien Almas as... Is he one of us? <laughs> is, he, is he one of he us? He does, he? he does kind of have an Arab look. That's, you know, the dark skin and the... The, the black hair and the beard. Yeah. And Imagine him with blonde. Imagine an Arabian with blonde hair. That would that would be interesting. That'd be kind of strange. They'd probably get beheaded for it, but you know. Why? Not over there. Fuck over there. I'm talking about over here. Oh, over here. Oh. Because I mean, obviously, over there, right? You'd be killed. Yeah. Oh, some of Finn Balor's snow is still flying around the ring. That's nice. <laughs> Kind of like when Gold Dust used to have the gold coming down. Gold! <laughs> oh, a rear chin lock. Holy shit. They're doing wrestling moves instead of just high spots. That's amazing. Did I, uh. Did I mention I stepped on a bug last night at work? Yeah, but it's still more interesting than this match. Yeah, when I stepped on it, it made a crunch sound. All I wanted to do after that was have a bowl of cereal. All I wanted to do. So I came <laughs> home and I had a bowl of uh, frosted shredded mini wheats. There you go. Yeah, they were okay. They've been sitting there a while. I regretted it. 
my god, and a missile dropkick from the Irish motherfucker known as Finn the Demon Balor. Does anybody care? Does anybody care anymore? Some you, people have to care because they still get people to come to the shows, but... Do you think that it's like a WCW thing where it's free? We'll pay you to come? Oh, this is a paid show. The Saudi Arabians paid for this show. No, I mean like... Oh, the people in the crowd? It might fans, be. Fans all over the world. Kind of like when North Korea did the one show where you knew that everybody in the fucking crowd had to be there. To like be there. it was, you know, mandated. We will shoot you if you don't. Well, I mean, do you care? I mean, you're apparently going to a WWE show in Glens Falls. I'm not going. Oh, you're not going? No. I gotta work. Oh, that's right. You do have, yeah. That sucks. Yeah, for them. That's one last person to watch your show. <laughs> I'm not even going, and it's in our hometown, so. I just, I, I have, for the past few years, I've had no interest in going to WWE live events. Like, it, I would much rather go to an indie show than a WWE event. These are not brutal kicks. I mean, this doesn't even feel like it deserves to be called an intercontinental title match. That's how bad it is. I forgot it was for the title. <laughs> I forgot that Balor was intercontinental champion, to be honest. I'll be totally honest. I forgot this was even on the TV screen right now. <laughs> I thought it was a Super Mario Brothers movie in the part when they're in the club and he's trying to get the necklace out of the black chick's cleavage. I thought that's what was going on. And even that's more interesting. I zoned out. I was in the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> I'm kind of glad I'm not hearing much of the commentary because even that would not make this interesting. The, uh, the comic wrestling podcast is all elite. Yeah. Can, can we say that? Uh, yeah. I see I, everybody else fucking ripping it off, too, right? <laughs> I'm definitely enjoying All Elite Wrestling a lot more than this. Let's take the All Elite logo like everybody else has been doing and put the Comic Wrestling Podcast image there. <laughs> or put you and me in the image. Yeah. And say, you know, your name. Or have one for you and one for me and post him on our page. Okay. That'd be kind of sweet. I'm sure I can do that. Just for shits and giggles. Right? Why not? We can have different, like, you and I in a different pose or something, and then just say, like, Deadly Dave is all elite. That would be kind of sweet. <sighs> oh, a handspring Pele. That's actually... I've, I've never seen him do that before. That's actually my pretty cool. My chihuahua does that. <laughs> That's another thing I don't, I never understood. During commentary and shit, keep mentioning that it's Super Showdown. If people are already watching it, why, why the fuck do you need to keep talking about what event it is? Um, I have a good answer for that, and it's somewhere in a fortune cookie at Nine Dragons. <laughs> I have no idea. Wrestling to me is, it, it's all a contradiction in its own. Because, like, You'll have one person say one thing, 
you'll see one thing here and it'd be, yo, we can't, it's just, I see so many different things. Like Jim Cornette, for instance, we always talk about him. He wants old school wrestling, but yeah, it's like, what does that, what does that even mean? He's talking like just chain wrestling and shit like that? Is that what he means by old school wrestling? I don't know. I mean, he hates like the, he hates Kenny Omega for some fucking reason. Kenny Omega to me is a little, is a little much. To be honest, I like his matches. Yes. But I do not get the hype on him. No, I don't. I don't like his personality. I don't like his promos. I don't, he seems so aloof. It doesn't, Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't understand. Like, I get the appeal of the Young Bucks. They're entertaining, and, you know, I get the, the super the kicks and shit. shit. But I, I don't get Kenny Omega, so I understand his... But Jim yeah. Cornette likes, hates everything that isn't old school. Like, he hates everything. Like, it just doesn't... But what does that mean? Because going forward, what what is what would old school be considered in WWE right now? The Revival? That's the only thing he talks about that he likes in WWE is The Revival. Okay. Which is old school tag team, you know. But I think he would like. I, I don't understand why he wouldn't like heavy machinery. To me, they're a bushwhacker style. Right. You know what I mean? Like goofy, right. you know, tag team. But still, that's that See, has good matches. You know. I I guess I have a hard time. The only things that I look differently at, like old school wrestling, that's different now is these guys. Like these guys. These guys would have never been considered wrestlers. No. That's the only old school difference. Like someone like Bobby Lashley to me is nineties. Yep. He's very nineties. Well, he would be eighties. He'd be the kind of heel that they would feed to Hogan. Right. You know what exactly. I mean? Like he would be that Zeus. badass. Yeah. Yep. So, th- I guess that's what I have a hard time of. Like, what the fuck is his version of old school? Right. Because Lars Sullivan to me is very old school warrior, or not warrior, but like barbarian warlord. Yeah. Just he doesn't have that gimmick. That's the only difference. He could have been Shrek in 1995, in you know, as a wrestler gimmick in WCW. Yep. And I mean, they they've booked him pretty much like they would in the 80s. They fed him just you know enhancement guys, and now he's being fed the Lucha House Party. And but eventually he's gonna lose to somebody that it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it. I mean, there. Granted, there are things that I didn't like about all elite, like the, the legless guy. Like, no offense to. The, I mean, a, a legless man in a battle royal makes no fucking sense to me. Like, it, it just. There were a lot of gimmicks. Yeah, I, and then I get they're trying. All elite is trying to play to a lot of the indie fans and a lot, you know, but. You're going on national TV, and that's one of the things that I agree with Jim Cornette on. You're going on TNT, on national TV. You have the, one of the greatest announcers of all time, Jim Ross, as your announcer. You're going to have to change a lot of the shit that you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if you're going to have that guy on national TV, you're going to turn off a lot of fucking people to your broadcast. You know, mm-hmm. having, having the legless guy on your oh, fucking, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. I mean... People are going to tune into your first episode like, what the fuck what are you doing? What am I watching? Is this, yeah. is this the shit that was on MTV? Yeah. It, it, so, um, Finn, ba- Finn Balor gets the win, by the way, as if anybody Oh, if you were keeping count. Um, no, the guy that I couldn't stand in the, in the broadcasting was the guy sitting to the right of, of Ross or the left of him. Oh, the Alex Marvez or whatever? Yeah. Just... I never heard of him. He has no clue what's going on. No, he doesn't. You he's can like tell. Mike Adamly without the CTE. The only you know? shit he's waiting for, and you can tell, is when he's got to do the advertisement plug. Yeah. Because he started rambling on something, 
and I saw Ross doing this. Yeah, tapping him. Yeah. Right, like, come on, get over it. Get up. Get on the next thing. I think those, all three of them, if that that's the team that they wanted to go with, they should have done, you know, backstage at an indie show or something to just sit and do a broadcast together so they could get... Because the first show, Double or Nothing... They, they had no chemistry. They they that was their first time being together as a broadcast mm-hmm. team. And it showed. It and that was the first broadcast that Marvez ever did, and it really showed. You know, Excalibur's done PWG for years, so he knew what he was doing. But you could even tell that that's the first time that him and Ross ever a- interacted together. Right. You know, commentary level, wise. Yeah. You know, so and Jr. was just he was confused as fuck. Like he. I feel bad. He he just didn't know what was going on. Like they weren't giving him cues backstage or they something. Should have had, they should have had somebody from like the inside of AEW as a broadcaster. To somebody that knew the layout of the card. Yeah. That knew really what was gonna happen that could let JR carry it by just giving him little bits. Yeah. To feed off of, and then let it build from there. Let Jr. get the comfortability of knowing the layout and calling their their style and shit. But I think they should have had like maybe Tony Schiavone in there as like an announcer. Yeah. With Jr. Like so, because I just felt like as different as it was, it, it just there wasn't enough. Oomph yeah. To it. And JR was trying to give excitement to it, and it just, it wasn't, it really wasn't translating. Uh-huh. I think JR needs a good color man to help bring that excitement out yeah. of him. JR trying to do it by himself just doesn't, doesn't work for me, you know what I mean? Like, back in the 90s it did, mm-hmm. but it just now, it, it doesn't, you know what I mean? Because wrestling is so much quicker yep. now. And then, and, uh... Jim Cornette was bitching about Allie being, you know, like Allie didn't know what was going on and shit. I'm like, well, she doesn't have a storyline that there's no, they're not doing their show yet. So it's not like she has something that she can fucking talk about. Right. I mean, yeah, she can comment on the match that's going on, but really, what can she fucking add as far as her character? You know what I mean? Like, and she plays the ditzy blonde anyways. So what, what the fuck do you want? He was looking for shit to rip apart. Like, he did not go into that objectively at all. Yeah, and I, when, I know? Was, when I was watching the Cornette, or not Cornette, the fucking tag team tournament there. Oh, the NWA one? He's kind of annoying. Yeah. I mean, I like him as a wrestling personality, but you can you can really tell he wants to be in the spotlight still, and he just isn't. You can listen to his podcast, and, and you know, he... Like, if your opinion, if his opinion isn't the one that, you know, you're listening to, well, then fuck you. Well, then, Bob, you're listening to the wrong one! Yep. Jericho's kind of gotten... I, I get that he's a cocky, but if you listen to him, if you're not talking about him, he ain't fucking listening. You know what I mean? Like, it just... He's got that... I have that kind of personality, too, and I often <laughs> think of it... No, I do. I often think of, like... In the show It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, there's a moment where Dennis says to the group, how does he say? Hold on. I don't want to mess it up. And Roman Reigns is on the screen while he's thinking and Boring. nobody cares either. Um, if you have a picture and I'm not in it, I don't really care. <laughs> so basically, like, if you're talking about something and I'm not really part of it, then fucking, what are you telling me for? I'm a little bit like that. 
Um, but not not like a Jericho. Like, come on, man, drink me in. Yeah. And that I was. You're gonna laugh, and because I know you're gonna like kind of agree. He is Chris Jericho right now. What I mean, more successful, albeit that he is a more successful version of Michael Hayes. <laughs> right? Yeah. He he's over enough to where he's still running it. Where Hayes is like, I ain't never gonna stop, baby. Yeah, but you stopped a long time ago. <laughs> you just ain't realized it yet. Yep. Where Jericho, like, I'm, he can go. Like he can one, he can wrestle too. No matter how stupid he changes his gimmick up and his look up and his persona up, it works. Yep. Like when he came out at Double or Nothing, and he was running through all his different intros, I was like, that's cool. And then when he came to the Michael Hayes, like, looking like a dirty pimp from the south. I'm like, I'm like, holy shit, man! Like this guy looks like. And, and the know. Japanese just fucking eat it up. Too. I love it. No, I do. Yep. I love it. I'm guilty, man. I love it. I'll talk shit about it, but I love it. And there was the time you remember where I was. I just did not give a shit yep. about Jericho. It was like you hated he's, it. He's coming back for no fucking reason, and then he started changing it drastically with the list and all that stuff, and he made it interesting. But before it was just, oh, he came back for a pop, you know? Like, I've always loved Jericho. Always. And, and you know what? Elias was one that I never thought was going to get over. Because yeah, they're, they're playing videos of him and shit. Know. Yeah. I, I never thought that... And then they turned him babyface and then they turned him back heel again. And the typical... It's like schizophrenic booking. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It, it is as if a mental patient was booking your show. Yeah. Just, you know, one personality's booking one week and then the, ne- the next one's booking it's the different, next week. Right. And then now Shane McMahon's using the revival to help him, and that's the most they've used the revival for in months. It's, it's and Shane's doing the spear and the the Roman Reigns pose. It just I was happy when Shane came back, and now I just don't fucking care. And the screen looks cool like that. But well, then, come you, on. but then you don't do anything with it. It's not like in the Attitude Era where they had the action in the background and stuff. It's just, it's there. It's a still shot. Yeah. And there's another thing that throwing the money in the air only to that area. Yeah, and and it just, and the Saudi Arabians are rich. What the fuck do they care? Oh, it's it's Shane McMahon money. The Jesus hasn't been done by JBL and you know countless other guys before him. I had a, I had a sit down with us. I won't give any names, but a, a very uh, wrestler. Oh, okay. Getting another scoop. The, oh, like this, it, was, like this, this was this was straight into the source. I, I had to sit down with him. I won't say who it is, but I I, I I did say I'll keep it short. I go, champ. What are your thoughts on the name best in the world now being given to Shane McMahon? And all, this is all he said. And that was that was enough. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> it's good. I don't know if you know who I was talking about, but I I I can guess. I mean, he 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 didn't want to be given his name or his voice or anything he said. 
Well, well, I, since they're they're we're in, they're in Saudi Arabia, would, would a, a pipe bomb be involved? That, is, that, is that going too far? That sounds awful. <laughs> that might go too far. Um, that uh, it was the great colleague. <laughs> I don't know why you said that. He was the best in the world. I never said that. He's I certainly not the best in the world at meet and greets. All that's I for called sure. him was champ, <laughs> and it's true. He was a champ. <laughs> he certainly was. Why I don't know, but he was a champ. Ladies and gentlemen, Drew. McIntosh, Drew, McTaven, <laughs> Drew, McTartar Sauce, Drew McIn... McSeshwan, oh, 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 I did it, I did it, Marty, I'm Drew McRickentire. <laughs> I would rather watch the Pickle Rick episode right now over and over than watch this show. I don't want to watch it over and over. <laughs> I was, I was a little... How do I don't want to say it? Because I didn't. Season three was overhyped. Not overhyped. That's not the word. That's not the word. A little overplayed for me, I guess, at first. Yeah. Like Pickle Rick episode was definitely like, I'm, like how Nick does it. It's like it's just it's funny. It's fine. It's not the best. I mean, a guy talks about eating shit sandwiches or something. I mean, but it's funny. It is. It but is. it's just. It's not personally my favorite one from that season. I don't know what my favorite episode was from that season. It's not my favorite. But season three altogether was a little overhyped for me. Which sucks, because I love that show. Because like when I first got into it, like nobody ever heard of it. So I was like, alright, like this is like this is like my little secret. And then by season three it was like all over the world and I was like, ah, I hate this show. <laughs> That's not true, I love it. I'm just happy that I can finally it's funny. It's great. Yeah. It's funny. Is it a handicap match? I don't know, but Roman Reigns is coming out. Because to me, this is an unfair fight because he's got the cure of cancer. <laughs> he's going to kill it's, him. It's going to film a movie. That's the cure for cancer. Did you see <laughs> that there is another Jumanji coming out? Yeah. Jumanji, the next level? I haven't seen the trailer for it. Wow, Pyro. Happy 4th of July. That's, That's right. Recording it's, 4th, this. it's 4th of July today. That's right. My Skittles were red, white, and blue, so my poop will be too. That's how it works. That's how it works? I, I, that's how I teach my daughter. She has a little Play-Doh doggy that I put like different colored Play-Dohs in at once, and you literally put it in its neck and you push it out and it comes out its butt. So <laughs> she thinks it's colored poop. I'm a good parent. <laughs> you good. are a good parent. That will she the poopita. We went to the circus, and up there in that bottom picture, they had a fucking, I think it was probably like a 2019 Camaro that literally transformed into Bumblebee. That's cool. That was wicked. Dude, it probably was like 30 feet tall. Like, literally. like This is us crouched down right there, and then there it is standing up. It's There's the like engine and everything was right in here. Arms came out. I wish they had it lit up. I don't know why they didn't. It completely moved in like a 360. That's it was wicked sweet. Then the the opening act, the guy did like tightrope or something like that, and uh, it was the not the entire, but like the first two tracks on the Iron Man three soundtrack. That's cool. I was like, that motherfucker, how do you get away with that? 
But it was the circus. It was that was fun. This is just boring. We'd like to thank all of our viewers and all of our supporters for viewing and supporting. That's for sure. Because we love doing this. This is, well, not this, because this is bad, but. I don't know what a Patreon is, but send me money. <laughs> People get money for this stupid shit. Send us money. Yeah, I, I'll take money. I'll fucking take money. We'll take, take the money. money and we'll put it towards the show. We'll yeah. get streamers, we'll get glow sticks. Fuck, we'll even get gummy worms for us. <laughs> we'll sign autographs, we'll kiss babies, we'll shake your grandmother down. We'll do whatever you guys want because that's what we do. Well, we I, won't, I won't do whatever we you want. We are whores! I won't do whatever you want. He might, I'll but I, I won't do whatever you want. You something strange for a little change? <laughs> I won't do that. Oh, it's just Roman against Shane with Drew on the outside because, you know, oh, that's right, Shane owns part of the company apparently. But he really doesn't. Shane with his stupid-looking punches. I think Shane is quite talented. At what? What do you mean? <laughs> if I have to explain that, there's no point in it. <laughs> I mean, his punches... Make it look like you're not trying to hit him. More well, than anybody's punches ever. It's wrestling. It's not fighting. That's for sure. Like, he's not even putting any fo look of force into them. Like, Romans look like he's trying to hit him. Shane's look like... You just you're play fighting with your kid. Dude, you don't get it. You Apparently don't get, I you, don't. You don't get wrestling. You just don't. It's it's all about... Is that what this is? It's all about the illusion. Well, then the, he's a shitty illusionist. Yeah, Dave, it's all about being big and muscular but not being big and strong. <laughs> it's all about shaking hands like a lady. <laughs> it's all about suplexing your dog. <laughs> Which is more interesting than what's on the screen right now. I'm kidding. I never suplexed you, but I DDT you. Fucking spiked it. I'm wearing a Grateful Dead style shirt, but they're they're Ewoks <laughs> from our friends over at Toying Around. That's right. We gave you a shout out. Send me free Legos. <laughs> Want a discount, damn it. You wanna you wanna give a shout out to somebody free? Um how about Ken's cards that we haven't been to in a long time? Ken's cards! <laughs> Where you I don't know if it's even up in, in business anymore. That's, that's true, we haven't been to Connecticut in a long time. If you're going to Connecticut, go to the pizza shop around the corner from Hostel. You'll like the, the That's some that's some good fucking pizza. That, that. Uh, we I don't know. We never had the pizza. You had mozzarella I don't fucking eat pizza. <laughs> I had pizza earlier. Yeah, chicken wings. Chicken wings. See, look at that. They just those punches look so fucking horrible. What do you mean? That looked pretty awful. It's true, it did. You know who had pretty awful punches? Someone with no arms. <laughs> that guy couldn't hit a fucking nothing. <sighs> Thank you. 
Shane McMahon going for the cover. It's all. It's only a two, and he's looking exhausted after those those very ginger those uh, those uh, those uh, those uh, those Greco-Roman punches. There he's going. Come a big, big oh, cross face faces. How, how would you what would you rate those cross faces? Negative uh, four. Negative four, ladies and gentlemen. Look at he is he was putting his head on the back of his head and he's torquing on his neck. That is that'll give you spina bifida. It might, yeah. He, but but the problem with this move, Dave, is if if you look if you look at Roman's gear, he is supported in the fucking spine. <laughs> That's true. He is supported in the spine. That's what the fuck, man? <laughs> This is attention to detail. <laughs> Which I, uh, they don't apparently have. If, if I if I didn't mention it before I stepped on a bug last night at work. <laughs> and I think I got I got fucked up because I got a bug bite on my elbow today. I think it come back and got me. Karma. Instant you think karma. that's what kind of bug it was? A karma bug? <laughs> Bitch. Look at that trophy, because you know six months ago when that thing was relevant, it still wasn't cool. Shane McMahon, look at the look at the torque on the neck to the leukemia survivor. See, then and like he's got his legs out as if he's gonna put pressure on him, but he's leaning down on him instead of pulling back, which makes because he's trying to break his neck, not cut off the the circulation. Oh, this is a straight murder, and we don't care. We just think it's entertainment. Look at him; he's screaming for help. <laughs> Somebody call 911. Roman is screaming for help. He's, he doesn't... Why do we watch this? His, his safe word is not working. Shane keeps going. How is this legal? We're watching two men just beat each other and no one is calling for help. Little Nate is not doing anything to help. Even Caesar's like, enough is enough. <laughs> the gladiators didn't go through this. Look at Shane selling this. He's going to move. He's going to move. Well, moved right into the fucking boot. But <laughs> he, he had blocked no the boot with he his face. He had no time to slick his hair back, though. Yep. Look at Drew McIntyre, because if you're not in the match, you might as well wear your ring gear. Oh, there's one thing I didn't say during the Baron Corbin match. Baby arm! Baby arms! <laughs> oh, he cocked his arm. It's fully loaded, full of, full of love juice. Oh! What the fuck was that? Oh, it was a chop block that was nowhere near his knee. Okay. Goes for the second. Oh, he goes for a two, and he gets a two at the Super Showdown. And if you're counting in Arabia, that's... For two. <laughs> That was another Skittle coming up. <laughs> that was a direct shot to the dick. Look at this. How are you like an MMA like professor and you do this? Like, yeah, apparently he trains in MMA, but he doesn't look, one, look like it at all. One, Shane, if you're going to dress like you're in MMA, wear MMA style shoes. Yeah. Don't wear Air Jordans. <laughs> like, I like them, but you're gonna get those sneakers. That's just you. Just well, you got a lot of money. What's a waste to you? There's the injured spine piece. Look at this. Look at the sheer strength. He is picking him up like a. Oh my God! Sit down, One, two. Shano kicks out at two. Dave, what are your thoughts? I have no thoughts. This has sucked my brain out. Oh my god! This is the alien from from Starship Troopers at the end of the movie. The big brain sucker, ladies and gentlemen. That's what this fucking is. Saudi Arabia, the brain sucker of. I'm just going. waiting for Drew McIntyre to actually do something. He has done enough in this match. <laughs> he is the Scottish Terminator. 
Oh, Jinder Mahal outside trying to direct traffic. He's telling him to sit the fuck down. You know what's funny in that movie, The Phantom, I'm watching? The bad guy's corporation is called uh, the Singh Brotherhood. <laughs> and That's I swear. It's, it's got Jinder. It's got the Singh brothers in it. Great Kali. Great Kali is Mama Singh. Oh, okay. She, Mama Singh. Huh? His, his, his character is like the mother from the Goonies. Oh, That's right. a great Kali. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, such a nice mom. <laughs> picture, picture, uh, sloth is mama. Oh, all right, I like it. Oh, uh, yeah, spear! 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 One, two, three! Oh, oh. Jesus! Oh, Prince. what a maneuver! Oh, Allah, Allah, Shane McMahon. Look at what, ladies and gentlemen, watch the spear again. Oh my God, what a spear! He took him down edges like I couldn't do better. This no one could, Edge. He is the best in the world. CM Punk is rolling over in his grave in 35 years when he's dead. Just nuts. Oh, seeing a John Cena shirt in the crowd made me think of something. Oh, boy. The guy we talked about, Nick, he uh, shared something with me on Facebook. Oh, boy. It is a video of somebody videoing John Cena in a supermarket oh wanting boy. to ask him a question. And Cena gets really pissed saying, you know... No, you can't ask me a question. You're being real disrespectful. And the guy just keeps video. And Cena was like, well, you started this video before you even asked me if you could. Like, you're being... And I completely agree I with that. that. You know what I mean? Like, yep. as much as I don't like Cena, yeah, that's being a dickhead. Like, if you're yep. videotaping the guy before he you even start talking to him. Like, that's being a complete asshole. Right. You know, that... And I don't agree with Cena much, but that I do agree with. I don't agree with Cena about anything. <laughs> I don't like... No, there's a lot of things I do like that he does, but I don't like him. But I can understand him being completely, I'm not going to talk to you, you're being completely disrespectful to me, that I do... And the guy probably turned around and made it sound like he was being a dick. Yeah. The guy's like, oh, I'm famous, I have my own, you know, web thing, and he's like, I don't care who you are, like, you're being disrespectful to me by videoing me without my... Ooh! Ooh, David, watch this hit! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry, but we got we got there's something something magical a little a little magical <laughs> happened here. Watch this punch. It might have just been the way I looked at it, but it looked like he he clubber laying his ass. <laughs> the big dog who has a pit bull on his gear now. <laughs> a kick by right Shane. Oh, oh, he does look. He looked like that he looked like it got him right. Yeah. Oh, a Claymore! Like, Shane stiffened right out. Yeah. That looked like it clocked him right on the chin. Oh, Shane my God! McMahon. Shane McMahon with a one, two, three. Drew McIntyre interfered. Dave, your thoughts? I'm glad Drew McIntyre finally made this match relevant. Relevancy it hasn't been a thing since... <laughs> when did the editor go out? 01? Yeah, 01, 02, yeah. Shane McMahon wants to get fucked on the stage. Oh, my God. Oh. He's got Shane McMahon on his shoulders. What the fuck? Now, did Drew McIntyre ever win the title in TNA? Yes. He did? He was Impact Champion. So yes. why'd he leave? He did the indies for a while, and then he won the NXT, and now he's fucking... A bitch? Yeah, a bitch to Shane McMahon. Look at Goro. <laughs> This is just bad all around. Can we just have one good match, please? Just one. The only good match you're going to have is uh, 
Not on this card tonight. <laughs> Super Blowdown is this showdown. Super Snooze Ooh. Fest. Even fucking, you see? Charles Robinson took a good shot Everybody there. Everybody died right in that hit. Look at that look. <laughs> That's like the Jim Cornette. You like, think, that, you think I'm the best in the world? <laughs> Me? I'm the best. I'm, I'm the best. best. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's watch these hits here. We're going to put it in slow-mo. <laughs> Strike, but he got, he got him. him. He got him. He definitely slapped him. Now look at Charles. He's like, he got What's I'm gonna fucking oh boy. Oh, oh crap! No. Shit! <laughs> Fuck! Oh, oh look at his nose. nose! Oh shit! <laughs> That's the best part of this show so far. Oh god, I'm so pissed! Oh god! Oh, look at Shane. Does the camera see me? Am I on? The Am mind? I on? Am I, oh, I see the red light. We're good. Super slowdown. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what it was before the zero even started. Uh, I wish I had um, a handful of rat poison to eat. That'd be fun, more fun than Probably. watching this. It'd be more exciting at the beginning, at least. Shane McMahon is the best in the world. CM Punk, you are not. You kind of aren't. You suck at MMA. That's for sure. You can't say you're the best in... I mean, yes... You can say you're the best in the world because your athleticism, your desire, your heart got you to the top, but your real-world wrestling fighting abilities didn't. <laughs> That's evident. 14 years in the in the wrestling business, and you, you get to the top. If, if Three, four years in the MMA, and you're calling matches now. <laughs> you're certainly best in the world at getting out when you needed to get out because you, you knew they weren't going anywhere, yeah. My name is Phil... Dude, that's the Avengers Tower. That's fine, yeah. Do you think you can shit on almost every floor in that building? <laughs> or do you have to like, Ah, oh, there's only a bathroom up there. <laughs> that would suck. 94, 94 degrees in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. As if the real feel is 100... What the hell does that mean? Oh, inside the arena? I guess. I mean... Shane McMahon looked like he was about ready to pass out, so that kind of makes sense. But. Uh, oh, Goldberg. Ladies and gentlemen. Has his own dressing room because he's a prima donna. With his tattoo on it. Ladies and gentlemen, Goldberg and The Undertaker, the match we've all been waiting for that we are now late for is going to happen. Why? Byron Saxton, shut up! He's talking about being in Saudi Arabia with these gay little sideburns, smooth-ass baby chin, and super white teeth. He doesn't have a forehead. That man has a five head. He has a full back head. The New Day. Xavier Woods is looking for Paige. And Kofi Kingston is... He's going to... He was the videotaper. He's, he's going to ask the Saudi Arabians if they can build him a new chest, if they've got enough money to build him a new chest. Now, with everything you've Wow. <laughs> there are three black men on screen at once. That is history right there. And one of them is actually the WWE champion. Oh, is he? I forgot. <laughs> so I wanted to mention something that a friend of mine mentioned. She doesn't watch wrestling, and she turned it on, and she said 
Why is why does the black man have the same belt as the white man, but it's a different color, and they're both on the same show? I said I don't fucking know either. It makes no sense to me. So as an outsider, an insider, a no-sider, an upsider, you'll never, ever fucking know. Yeah, and I, and I was talking to her about it, and I was like, so you've never watched it before, and you're watching it for the first time, and you have those kind of questions. Are you going to tune in again? Fuck no, you're not, because what? you have no fucking clue what's going on. What's going on? Everything is just shiny. That's, yep. that's all they're saying. And then Jim Cornette was saying, going back to AEW, was saying, oh, well, you have Excalibur on there who's wearing a mask, and you have no idea why. Okay, well, if you're a first-time tuning into the Attitude Era and you see Jerry the King Lawler wearing a fucking crown dressed like a king, do you know why the fuck he's doing that either? No. There's right. no explanation for that either, so... Especially, like... I guess cause it's hard to not... Like, me turning tuning into AEW, I may not know who Excalibur is, right? But I may see the mask. I may not know... Why is this American wearing a luchador mask? What's his gimmick? Like, was he trained by somebody? Is that his tribute? Blah, blah, blah. But my first my first thought is, I know the mask. It's a wrestling yeah. gimmick. It's a wrestling thing. That's pretty much... But, like you, but that's me also knowing wrestling. It's hard for me to be like, well... But a lot of people yeah. that don't know wrestling know Lucha Libre masks because they've been in popular culture, you know right. what I mean? So, like this. Yeah. Oh, the Lucha House Party. It's like the Mexicals all over again. They're carrying fucking pinatas. But they're not riding wandiers. That's true. Which probably will happen eventually. I hope so, because we need JBL to come back and get <laughs> fucking over. And throw, and throw trash cans at midgets. Oh, I love it. But it, that, that always made me, you know, the, the, the outrage of certain things, and then... But there's always a second look at it, and he he only had he only gives the one look, and he doesn't allow people to give the other look at it, and that's you know what I mean. Like, I get you want old school, but there's other you know ways of looking at it, and like I said, there's things about AEW that I didn't like, and but I'm gonna give him a chance. I'm not gonna go into it. But like with you know, wrestling and everything that is put in the public eye, you have to change. Yeah. Constantly. You have to change constantly for this demographic, that demographic. You still have to remain to this this idea. So if you stayed old school wrestling where you were nothing but pure white men, you're going to be turned off and canceled in a heartbeat. You now have to have an abundance of Mexicans, of blacks, gays, this, this or that. You have to have small people that I can relate to heavier set people that you could relate to you have to have that and and also with the choices that people have for entertainment you have to have the, the, that diversity for people to want to come to your product exactly you know? like you couldn't you not you have to have people like the riot squad that is that group where it's like they're the outcasts they wouldn't you never see the i mean yeah you would you saw the biker esque you know Eight ball and skull or yep. whatever the fuck, but that that was when wrestling was getting edgier. Yeah. But now, in the demographic wise, and like people you you want to bring in a new audience, like the Riot Squad speaks to like a, I don't want to say lesbian group, but uh, that well I mean, now they've got Sony Deville who's an out lesbian right, too. Right. So, so I mean you do and they're kind of going towards the storyline with her and Mandy Rose. They're kind of alluding to mm -hmm. it, but. 
And also, was I, I, I forgot what I was thinking. Um, the, the women, yes, you've got all these women that can really wrestle and, and they're putting on good matches, but you do kind of need the eye candy of, like, Maria yes. Kanellis and Lana. And you do. The, you know what I mean? Like, so, it, you, you do. You need all kinds. And, like, the, the crowd now, yes, there are some fans that are going to want to see a Greg Valentine against the Ronnie Garvin kind of match. Right. But you can't be doing an 80s-style show all the time now. You just can't. Your, rest, your fans have an attention span like this. Yep. You can't do... Right, you can't do those 20-minute, long, drawn-out, Iron Man-esque yep. matches. I'm sure Lars Sullivan could carry on one of those matches with, I don't know, um, just now that I'm trying to think of like a, a wrestler he could actually wrestle. Someone from the Revival. I'm sure those guys could wrestle a, that old-school fucking beat-down... You're going to throw more matches like this to the crowd because there's more excitement to be drawn from this. There's more, not advertisement, but you got more playability. And and the David versus, uh, David versus Goliath storyline always works. The underdogs, you know. But, because, but they, yeah. always, they always say the wrong underdog, though. Yeah. yeah. Like, Rey Mysterio is not an underdog after not. 20 fucking <laughs> yeah. years. Yep. To me in this, Lars Sullivan is the underdog. It's three pe- I don't give three a shit how one, big yep. these guys are. It's three people against one. The odds are not in his favor. He is yep. the underdog. But in the David versus Goliath theory, no, he's the he's the David. Yep. Or he's the Goliath, I mean. Yeah. And then another thing is the whole David versus Goliath thing. It, they build these guys up with enhancement matches, and then they throw three guys at them and shit. And then you have them lose in a throwaway match for to, no reason to, to somebody, somebody that doesn't that like it doesn't warrant it. Yeah, that's like wow, like, you haven't won anything forever. Now you just give this like, guy. Like I could see Lars Sullivan losing to Bobby Lashley. That makes sense. That hurts. Oh, oh, I was gonna you say. You know what I, I mean? Gonna, yeah, yeah, no, that yeah. Makes sense, but it, or, or Strowman or somebody like that. But a, like you said, Ziggler. Like it, it just like a Mahal, Jinder Mahal. Yeah, and well, he was a former WWE champion. He beat him. Like, and then you, the, the, you know, it's not going to go anywhere. Like, right. you know, and so and somebody posted on the on on a website that Mahal just signed a five year contract. Okay, who the fuck cares? Right. Like, it, in <sighs> there was somebody I saw that their contract was coming on. And that's another thing is, is these guys have to be conscious of their contracts if they want to go anywhere because WWE's going to make sure that their contracts roll over so they can't go anywhere else. There, you know, just you like know. any job anywhere else, I don't care how pretty the picture is, they're going to tell you what you want to hear to keep you strung along. Yeah. I don't care. Unless you have a con- in your contract that you're going to get a push. Right. You can't really believe that you're actually going to get one. Because Mahal, you know? honestly, you're never going to be champion again. Unless they're doing something huge with India, you know. Exactly. And this is your only shot right here to get uh, notoriety is at these shows. Like, your real exposure. So, you clearly are just on the WWE bandwagon because it's the name, not the product. Yep. Like, I'm surprised they didn't bring a guy like Davari in to do something with these shows. Just just because, you know, because he's Arab, you know what I mean? Yep. 
Yeah, unless you've got guaranteed stuff in your contract, you, you, you can't take anything at face value. Unless you're a guy like Orton where you know that you're going to be factored into something somehow. Right, let's know. just shoehorn him in. Or, you know, the New Day where you're a merchandise mover, so you know they're going to factor gonna you into stuff, you know. Right, even if you're not on WrestleMania, let's have you be the host. Yeah. You know, to be honest, I'm surprised they're doing anything with Lars Sullivan with all the backlash they're getting with his comments online and stuff, but I guess any publicity is good publicity, so. Yeah, but it kind of went, like, went, became gone. Yeah, it seems to be the way things go in the news cycle now. It, it's something for a little bit, and then nobody fucking cares anymore. Oh, there you go, bud. Yeah, just fit right up on yourself. <laughs> That's one thing I always always used to bother me as a fan. Like, them spinning in the ring, like Goldberg spinning on the ring canvas. Like, that's fucking disgusting. Right, like, I'm sorry. Fucking like, movie. I get that you're sweating on each other and shit, but rolling around in people's spit, that's just... It's pretty gross. Yeah, like, I, I just never understood how that... You should... Like, what I... Because I do, I do it everywhere if I spit, and it's just because I do it now so much. I'll spit, and then I'll take my shoe and... Not that I think it's cleaning it up, but it's not so much right there. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, been a little bit smeared away to a degree. See? The underdog. I know. It's a three-on-one, goddammit. It's like Gullerville's Travels, a little... I can't wait to go through vitamins. <laughs> I'm sure we'll do a spoiler version of the comic shop with Spider-Man. I'm excited for it. This is what heels do. This isn't... Yeah, I was, I was actually thinking... I was watching some Hulk Hogan matches, and I was thinking, wow, he used to do a lot of stuff that a heel would do when he was the ultimate babyface. Like, poke got great guys in their eyes and shit. And, mm -hmm. You know? Or when the referee would count, he would get past five and Hogan would still be punching Punch people him. and shit, you know? I never noticed that as a kid, you know, as a fan. You never really know. But then you th start to think about it. Yeah. You're told he's a good guy, so you yep. just think what he's doing is okay. And then and then he turns heel in the NWO and Bobby Heenan said, I never liked that guy. And then you, you kind of you go back why. and you're like, yeah, he was kind of a douchebag. I <laughs> really liked him, didn't <laughs> Like, now to me, Lars should be the one getting applauded. Because he just got assaulted by three guys for no reason. And these fans in Saudi Arabia, just some, most of them do not care. Well, the ones with their phones out getting video do, but, you know. Do they? Look at me, I have picture on my phone of Big Rattler. That's another, I was thinking about that for live shows, where they say, you know, you can't video this. You would have to confiscate every fucking phone in the goddamn arena. Mm -hmm. And you don't have enough people to do that, like... I'd be terrified most of them are bombs. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I live in a world of fear. You know what I had someone say to me once? That the word terrorism was never an idea till 9-11. And I, you know, normally I'm one to quick to have a response, but I, I let that one sit with me for a little while, right? 
started thinking about it, I was like, yeah, I can't really recall a moment where we were like, that's an act of terrorism. Heard of people in movies saying, oh, he's that's a that's a terrorist. This, this, or that. I was watching, I think it was the first Die Hard, and he refers to Gruber as terrorism, or what they're doing as an act of terrorism. And I was just, I don't remember what the fuck even just made me get on this topic here. The bombs. The bombs, that's the bombs. what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> I remember going back to him and saying that. He's like, yeah, but that's, it's different. I go, what do you mean? It's the same thing. He goes, yeah, but it's, like, terrorism now is, like, a foreign terrorist. I go, that, Hans Gruber was German. That yep. is a foreign terrorist. <laughs> like, he's not, he's not American. I mean, even if it was, that would be considered domestic terrorism. Yep. So, you know, just little, little political talk for a second. They're showing a promo video of the Triple H. I watched this. Chronicle, or was it the 24, or was it Chronicle? The 24. Was it good? It was alright. Yeah. Ugh, Ronda Rousey. Ugh. The Becky Lynch one was good. I just, the I, man. It's weird, though. I watched her, or no, I didn't watch that. I watched The Kingsman, and then I watched the Becky Lynch thing, and I cannot stop thinking that that kid that plays Eggie in the Kingsman looks if you put a red wig on him he looks just like Becky <laughs> they have the same like facial structure yeah. that and that like tiny like kind of thin nose but just the same it's I, I was like oh, this is weird oh. of course I was beaten off Triple H and Randy <laughs> Orton this should be a barn burner the RKO versus the HHH I wonder if uh, Triple H will have some kind of interesting entrance that makes no sense to his character whatsoever. He should come out with a towel on his head. <laughs> See, now, this whole playing Evolution stuff? Okay, that was a few 14 years ago. That may, It's no relevance now. Like, it... This is just because they wanted some stars to have a match. They haven't had an issue at all even when since they did, 2009. Even when they had their uh, evolution reunion. Yeah. Well. Nothing came of that either. Like, you thought that would have been something, you know? With Batista gone, you thought they maybe would have feuded. This should know? have been Batista Triple H, too. Yeah. And have Batista win this one. And then leave. Like, you beat me at Mania, I want another match. Saudi Arabia, where it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, it's a cool promo video, but it just... It doesn't create interest to me. Then again, nothing they've done in a long time has created interest to me, so... And Randy Orton just... Sadistic. He hasn't been sadistic in years. He hasn't done the punt in years. That's pretty fucked up. That oh, the thing weird. with Jeff Hardy was... Sadistic? Fuck that. You ain't gonna do that to me. I'll kill you, Dad. Oh, an Evan Bourne video. That's cool. Most of his RKO's are lucky fucking shots. Yeah. Just catching people. Love it. Love it. 
That was like my favorite Triple H time when he came back right then. Yeah. Broke Big Show's hand and feuded with Ric Flair and shit. Yeah, that was a good one. I really loved that shit. Like how do you, how do you even call him the Viper anymore? He doesn't do the like the slithering movements like he used to, you know, as a snake and stuff. And that's the entrance I'm talking about—the Mad Max, but not Mad Max, you know, entrance. Yeah, that was an episode I liked. Did you watch that one yet, Rick and Morty? Yeah, the Mad Max. That, that, like, I like that really one a lot. Yep. I love Mad Max, but I just thought that one was really clever. I think the whole show is clever. Just the way the the whole basis of it, I think, is really good. Just retarded that it takes so long to get the fucking. Cause, and they'll say it right in their commentaries and shit. Like, oh, we just can't get the writers together all on the same time and stuff. That's why it takes so long to do it. It's like get your shit together. Yeah, I want to get the the Blu-rays just for just for the com. I want to hear the commentaries on these most of them. They 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 started getting really lackluster towards like season three. The commentaries. I think, it, I think it's because you get used to. You no, know, you I get, mean like oh. the first entire season. It's Justin and. Oh, man, why can't I think of his name? Justin and Dan, the creators, every single episode doing the commentary with, like, two or three of the same writers popping in and out every now and then. Season two, it's them most of the episodes and then other people here and there. And then season three, it's, like, maybe they're there a couple episodes doing commentary. And then it's just other people that it's, like, I don't even know who you are. Right. But the, the cool thing is, though, a lot of the episodes have multiple commentaries. Like, the Pickle Rick one, I think two of the writers of Game of Thrones and Peter Dinklage do the commentary that's for funny. it. Isn't that random that's, as shit? But that's great. Yeah. yeah. Then there's the one where it's... I don't remember the name of it, but where they, they, they're supposed to be six people in the room at any given time. But the parasite keeps making. Oh a yeah, thing. The, the Mr. Poopy butthole. The, yeah, the yeah. one that he yeah. they introduced him in. Yep. Um, that one has commentary by I think one of the writers and Seamus. <laughs> so right then and there, I knew I was like, oh my god, Seamus is a fan of this like show. Like to hear Seamus be like, oh, I love Mr. Poopy butthole. It's like, dude, you're on a whole nother level. <laughs> That's why you know his old jackets used to have the patch. Of the pickle, pickle Rick, Rick on it, because it's like he's a fan of that shit. Like that's that's trippy. So but I'm sure there's other commentaries with like random uh, celebrities. But the Peter Dinklage one, I just was always like when I was scrolling through, I was like, what? <laughs> what? Peter? He seems like the kind of guy that would be a fan of that show, though. They all three of them, the the two writers and Peter Dinklage, they talk about how creative it is and how like the writing for it is. For it being so far fetched and just so stupid, it's so like it makes you think like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know he's a pickle and all, but does he have a point? Like, is this is all this therapy shit stupid? And it just it's I I love it. I really do. But some of it's kind of dumb. And that's how interesting Randy Orton's entrance is. We we launch into Rick and Morty. Well, I can talk about that all time. <laughs> He's been, to me, a guy that's just been there the past few years. Like Ziggler. They're they're just there. Yep. You know, like, 
They're never going to move up. They're never going to fall down. I think a lot of it, too, is he hasn't changed anything. Jericho changed things, you know. Right, even Triple H has had literally an evolution. Yeah, it just, he doesn't do anything different at all. I don't know. When I was a kid, I had one of my favorite Randy Orton toys was him and, uh, him and Undertaker from, like, 06. I don't know what it fucking was. They had a Hell in a Cell 05. And it was a Hell in a Cell ring, and it was, it, I don't know, it just was, like, a perfect Randy Orton toy. It was the only time he was ever cool. Oh, he's coming out in the, the three-wheeled motorcycle again. Why? You put gas in it just to do that? <laughs> Out. Just revving the engine. Could have fucked up the camera shot there, but. And like, Undertaker was badass. He came barreling down the fucking thing. This is just. Somebody in Americade that had their bike trucked into the, you know, the event that's just, you know, you Look know, at me. tooling down the road a little bit, you know. There's no reason on any given day that that thing was even made. <laughs> Look at the fucking... So much padding on the fucking tape on his hands. That that's crazy. You gotta keep them hands safe so they can sign all them paychecks to the Undertaker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, thanks for fucking up. I can't wait to watch that terrible match. It's gonna be horrible, and it's the main event. It's the, the main event. I wanna. I want. I wonder if like the Saudi Arabians said to them, "Who can you get?" And they said, Goldberg. We'll get Goldberg. You know? Retarded. Like, not saying, you know, oh, we can bring you Hulk Hogan, you know, to do an appearance or nothing. We're going to put a shitty match with Goldberg and The Undertaker. And you had to know it was going to be a bad match. Like, you, you just, on paper, like, re really? Mm -hmm. Two 50-year-old guys? Like, right. you know? One only, well, they both only wrestle once a decade. And both shouldn't. Ever. Yeah. I'll say it right now. Goldberg and Undertaker should have never have been wrestlers. Fuck you. <laughs> Undertaker shouldn't be a wrestler anymore. That I'll say it right now. Why is he wearing an NXT patch? Did you see that? You don't know why? No, I know, but like... <laughs> if you're, I don't know. Like you don't, you don't see Triple H. I mean, you do when there's a big, big to do in NXT. But not like you see Triple H on NXT product being like, "Here I am. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm watching. I'm here." It's just, it's we That's weird. This is weird. I guess, yeah. He's showing pride for the brand. That no, you I get that. Yeah. I get that. But I, I hear what you're saying. I get character-wise. That's that's. That, what does that have to do with you, character-wise? 
come out in your Triple H. Like, that's the Mad Max entrance. Like, what, what, what the fuck does that have to do with you? It's weird. But no, I don't understand why he has anything to do with NXT. What does that mean? Nothing. He's got nothing to do with it. That's a Vince McMahon thing, NXT. Just nothing but Vince McMahon. I'm Vince McMahon, and... I've got the biggest grapefruits! This show sucks. It really does. And the crowd's chanting NXT. But why? <laughs> I guess I just have a hard time looking at, and I've had it for a while, looking at Triple H as like the corporate good guy because that doesn't exist in wrestling. So like when he gets cheered and stuff, it's like, I get it, you're getting cheered because you're Triple H, but you're the boss now. You're the Vince McMahon of the company, essentially. So, if he's doing something bad in WWE where he's getting heat, and then people start chanting NXT, it's like, no. And also, social media has a lot to do with it's that. It's ruined wrestling. It's taken a lot. You know, I don't understand how kayfabe is even a word. You can't. You can't. You know, you can't. I, I don't. I know they like to use it, and I know it's just because it's to keep it wrestling still. But like, I, when you're showing me Dolph Ziggler beat up Zack Ryder one week, and then in WWE Ride Along they're driving together singing karaoke, it's like, which one's the show? Yep. What? What? Which one am I supposed to look at as the fake product you're giving me? When they're beating each other up, is is that the real? They're really enemies, or when they're singing together, you're showing that to me just because it's fun, or is that really them? Well, that's like the, the Lana Rusev thing. Like, you were going with Lana and Ziggler, and then mm-hmm. they got married. Like, it's all over social media. How and can you had you... it all over your E Diva show. Yeah. Shit. Like, yeah, it's dumb. And, of course, the ride-along shit, that's the most scripted shit. Like, yeah. Because yeah, uh, those are... Some of it looks funny, but it's only because of the people I would like to see. Like, I know you said the Edge and Christian shit gets old, but I'd like to see it because it's been so long since I've seen them like that. But yeah, I'd be over it quick. Because it's like, alright, you guys are... Need to get over your sense. Of, your sense of humor is good in small doses, but you know, yeah, right. And that's what made it good for WWE, where it's like everybody gets a five minute shot. Get out there, do that in five minutes, and now you're done. A half hour, an hour of it, it's a little played out. Yeah, I, I would be done with that. And like the ride along thing, if it, if they didn't know the camera was there and they were just doing what they normally do, that might be different. But they know the fucking camera's there when they're doing so it. They're so they're over the top. And yeah, yeah, you know. Like, you're not going to do what you normally do if you know a camera's on you. Now, One of the ones I really, really, I really wanted to see on their network was the the WWE Camp, the cartoon Oh, the one. cartoon? I, I haven't watched any of that. I just, because that's like my South Park kind of humor. It's yeah. like, that. oh, it's a cartoon. What did he just say? Yep. And it just, it looks like that, and I like that shit. Uh, they're changing up the guard with headlocks, and Randy Orton just got knocked down. 
Triple H looking around for the approval of the Saudis. Oh, that's that's what the padding's there for, so he can wipe his nose on it. You know. Oh, that big schnauzer. Yeah. Oh, looking for the pedigree. 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 Oh, looking oh, for the pedigree. Oh, RKO? No, of course not. Dave, you're getting too excited. I know. I just... Randy Orton's smiling, and it's, he's, uh, he's happy. He said he's going to suck something. Whoa. That's what he just left. That ain't how. Well, I mean, that, that, that might be how he keep his That's keep why his he's job. a viper. He's not a, he's not a poison... Poison snake. He's a he's a sucker he's snake. He's like a trouser snake. He is a trouser snake. <laughs> and like they're trying to have an old school match, which is is fine. The I wrong. mean, neither of these guys can really do high spots anymore. But. What do you mean? I saw Triple H last week do a drop kick off the top rope onto. Uh, um. Disco Inferno. Really? Yep. Oh wow! It was at an uh, indie show. Oh, with that, uh, there. I could see Triple H doing an indie show with Disco Inferno. Why not? <laughs> wow! Did you see that? Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, at the bottom of the screen, we're going to go back because it was a big-ass long message. We're going to give this guy a shout-out on our show. They do tweets all the time during their WWE shows. Normally, there's like, what, four or five of them? Yeah. Six or seven of them, maybe? Hashtag Super Showdown. We got... One tweet at Duke Bryce, Triple H versus RKO. Let's get it. Hashtag fuck this show. <laughs> One tweet. One. One tweet. Wrong. And, and that and that so encourages people to send out tweets when you do just one. That little bird must not have been getting far today. <laughs> I remember when they used to do that all the time. Like every couple of matches they were showing tweets and shit. When the touting. Yep. Oh my god, the touts. Fuck, man. Whoever thought that was a good idea? 15-second fucking videos of wrestling fans saying shit about the show. Eating dog parts and everything. See, I like that this is... It's old school. He's, he's breaking down a body part. But he's going for the arm that he doesn't do the RKO with. Like, he, he usually does the RKO with the right arm. Like, he's the, um... Sometimes... Not always cerebral oh, right. assassin. You gotta, you know. But you know, whatever. And you got Mr. Jack Jack Mahal doing the uh, the security here. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you. Good night. And this actually is pretty old school, like just breaking down a body part and stuff. Breaking the 10 count and shit. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to say it. Dave is a hypocrite. Uh, he went into this match hating it. I'm not, I didn't say I liked the he match. He went into it saying snooze fest, booze fest, you're all going to lose fest. And now here he is saying he likes. I don't remember saying I liked it. Let, I, I have it recorded. Here we are. We're going to play it back now. I sure do love it! <laughs> <laughs> that uh and Corey looking at Randy Orton like he gives a shit <laughs> Nick Phillips I'm coming that's all I'm doing Triple H did that hurt a little oh landed right on the monitors See, that should have happened years ago. If you really wanted to hurt the guy, you slam him on the monitor on, instead Jim, of taking Jim him off Horton, the table. Jim, come on, Cornette. 
Come on. I don't know if they have enough bottles of water under the ring. Fucking 137 degrees in that building. <laughs> that water's probably fucking lava. The floor is lava. That one Saudi looks like he's got like a little Australian cowboy hat under his <laughs> towelette. Crikey! Crikey, I'm a Saudi! I just bought the Crocodile Bundy movies. That ain't a knife. It's a knife. Yeah, this match sucks. Stop calling him the Apex Predator, too. That's fucking stupid. We hope you viewers, listeners, tuner inners are enjoying this oh-so-ever-exciting podcast of the Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia. This is just bad. I wish I could go into my eternal slumber right now. <laughs> Anybody that gets that would be <laughs> awesome. Yeah, the guy in the crowd doesn't have the Randy Orton pose down very well. He's not that good. Because he doesn't want to get sued for gimmick infringement, likeness rights and stuff, you know? They don't I'm know. sure he's got enough money to pay for that. These Saudis? What are they, oil fucking mongers? What do you, what do you mean? No, not at all. They, they sell Skittles. That's why that last one tasted like fucking latex and bomb material. <laughs> Gunpowder. There we go. And I like the guy in the front row that's looking at the screen that's above his head instead of paying attention to what's going on in the ring. That makes a lot of sense. That would be true. And, like, the, the, there's another thing I don't get. Roman Reigns and Shane McMahon did a chin lock, and we're doing one in the match after it. Like, what do you want from them? Something fucking different. Every goddamn match used to start with a fucking collar elbow tie up. And I didn't like every match either, so. Ladies and gentlemen, what we are dealing with here is there is no pleasing, Dave. That's true. That's um, true. Unless you got a mozzarella stick filled with Undertaker dick juice. Whoa, whoa. I like him, but I don't like him that much. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> tomato. Uh, potatoes. You smash them, you boil them, and you stick them in my ass. That was, that was a meme I saw on Facebook. Did it have Samwise on it? <laughs> you have no, I was telling my mom this. I go, you have no idea how hard it's gonna, it's gonna not to be or whatever to go there and like not like want to print that out and show that to him. <laughs> Cause that, I'm sure he's seen it. I'm sure somebody shared it to him. <laughs> it, I, every, it used to be saved on my phone because when I was having a bad day, I would open it up and it would literally be like in syllables, po, ta, toes. <laughs> And it had a big picture of Sam, and then underneath it said, You boil them, you mash them, you stick them in my ass. And I just was like, That's why. Why do we have to go there? You stick them in a stew, but somebody stick them in my ass. 
You gotta love the internet. Yeah. It was funny. <laughs> and we're still in a rear chin lock, folks. Hmm. And Triple H is trying to sell it like it, it has any pressure on his neck whatsoever. Semtex. That's what I wanted to say. My skills tasted like Semtex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we do have the, the princes. They're just not on the camera side this year. Good. This is just so bad. And the crowd's acting like they give a shit. Well, then again, this is probably the first time we've ever seen Randy Orton live, so maybe they actually do give a shit, but... I've never seen so many Hawaiians in one place. <laughs> Orton's another one whose punches look fucking weak. At least to me, anyways. You know who has a punch that didn't look weak? Give you, just take a guess. Out of all the hits in wrestling, and I want you to guess the one punch I'm thinking of. Big Show? To who? Anybody? No, no, this is specific. The one to Jericho? No, no. Not Big Show at all. Oh, well, fuck, I don't know. Oh, come on. I can't crawl into your brain. Guess. I'll give you one more guess. <laughs> this was a two-guess game. This was, oh, it was a two-guess game? Uh, I will tell you it involved two people and one inadvertently. Now I'm even more confused. Well, it involved three people, so the first, first little uh, thing I said was wrong. <laughs> It was Chris Jericho punching Shawn Michaels' wife in the face. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He fucking clobbered her ass. Yep. And I think Shawn Michaels was legitimately pissed. Like, he didn't think he was actually going to connect with it. Because he did. Her lip was fucking swollen as Instantly. fuck. Instantly. Yep. I, well, I wasn't it. thinking about that one. It's like the one hit. I always think about Well, not always, but. And that was a good feud, too, that they built really always. well and everything. And it carried for like almost eight months. That was really good. The only thing I didn't like about it was that they job Punk out so they could bring the title into the picture, which did, they did not need whatsoever. You could have just made it for like a just made it a TLC match just because and, just you know, a grudge match. Yep. Or made it no DQ and have Shawn Michaels just bring out the ladder just for the fuck of it. Or put like do like the Rey Mysterio. Um Eddie Guerrero thing. Have, like, the rights on the line. Whoever wins gets Rebecca. There you go. Huh? Yeah. And Jericho try her around like a slut. And Michaels be pissed and, you know, like, <laughs> come back and get it. Whoever whoever gets the contract gets to sing for Fozzie. That'd be funny. Shawn Michaels singing for Fozzie. That would be... He'd be singing I'm a Sexy Boy all the time. That would be the other only whole album. I'm just a cancer boy. I've got googly eyes. <laughs> this match is horrible. I think the only one that I've actually kind of liked is the Lars Sullivan because he was just throwing around the Lucha House Party guys. But 
Even that was bad. This kid's got his two replica belts hanging around his neck. Same fucking belt, just different color. Yep. And then the women's belts are the same fucking belt. As the champion, you know, the... And then you do, like, the women's tag belts that are completely different, and mm -hmm. the, the cruiserweight title, which is completely different. It, it, I don't know. It makes no sense to me. Like, I get that you want your logo, you know, big on it. But you, if you know the fucking company, you know what you're watching. Yep. Surprised they don't do the little... I mean, they have the WWE logo on the corner. But it's it's kind of like you can't see it in every shot like you used to be able to. Well, here's WWE right here, up there. Hashtag WWE Super yeah. Fucking Saudi Fucking Showdown Sand Bagging. And Triple H firing up like he like he cares that he's beating Randy Orton. I'm, I'm assuming Michael Cole called that a scoop slam because he always fucking calls it a scoop slam. I thought slam. that was an Oklahoma slam. This is fucking horrible. We've got like another two hours of this. Really? Yeah. Good Lord. I don't really want to subject, subject people to this. This is That's how bad this is. We, uh... We'll, 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 we'll shorten this fucker right down because this is... <laughs> This is this is not keeping me going. Well, uh, I kind of want to just go to the Undertaker. We're gonna match. do that after this one. Yeah, I kind of want. Yeah, th this is this is so bad. This is absolutely awful. Like, like to be honest, if I didn't have to work tonight, I would say let's watch the whole thing. But like, this is fucking putting me to sleep. It really is. It's it, drowning me out. And I and I love hanging with this man. Like he is my best friend. This sucks. But I do I do not want to do this anymore. Like I I feel bad that like I. I want to put this out because I like doing this, but yeah, I want to do the Undertaker match and be done with it because this. Right, is, we wanted to have fun with this, which we are. But but I don't even want to do goofy commentary because it's just forcibly bad. Like, like like WrestleMania, it was fun to do the goofy commentary on it because the matches were somewhat interesting. Right, and we actually just, cared. This is bad. This is bad on so many levels. Like yeah. we like doing the Undertaker one's gonna be fun because we know the match is gonna be bad. But this this is just bad because it's bad. And I don't want to continue it. Like I just don't. You no, know? I want to finish this match just because we've already started it. Yeah, we'll finish this out and then we're gonna skip because this this is tor this is torture. Yeah. WWE, you're you're kind of a shitty company. Like and and I was thinking about it, like why do I not have the urge to watch it anymore? This, this is, is a perfect reason why. Right. If if you watching up to this show, if you were excited and then you watched this, holy shit, I'd be like, wow, that I what a waste of time. But now knowing <clears throat> what this is built into, I don't really care to watch what happened prior to like, this. Like I could. If you were doing just the, the four main pay-per-views again a year, and then you had one of these, mm -hmm. and you built up these special matches, maybe. But because you have so much fucking content all the time. Especially now you do a Saudi Arabia show every six months. Yeah. 
Like, you, you, there's no reason to get hyped up for something. Even WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no reason to get hyped up for Other that. than the name of, oh, it's WrestleMania yep. time. I have to get excited. It's it's Like, I, I was for Kofi because I wanted Kofi to win the title. But th- it just this is, yeah, this is bad. Fast forward and uh, Triple H looks like he had a cross face on. Yup. Then watching Oh, God, we better... I, I don't. I Apparently, do somebody won. I don't know who won. I, I do kind of want to see who won. <laughs> Randy fucking Orton. Randy Orton won. That's well. That's great. People are clapping. I hope they all get bombed. <laughs> bombed. I'm gonna pause it until we actually get to the. Oh, oh, we're doing our truth with his 24/7 title. I mean, I like that Truth is getting something to do. Oh, Jinder Mahal's got it. That's right. But this is truly just a joke. Like, the hardcore title wasn't so much a joke, because, like, you legit were going for something. This is like, let's just go out there and be funny with it. Yeah. And and without the hardcore elements, it doesn't really have any impact. Yeah, you know. Like I like Truth, and and it's it's nice, it's funny for him to get a comedy role, but it they, they created it just for comedy, mm-hmm. you know, like the hardcore title may, meant meant something in the Attitude Era. Right, it showed your badassness, like it just Mojo Raleigh. There's a guy that should have been released a long time ago. It's like our truth is the black crash Holly. Oh yeah. You know, it was oh, it's only for comedy. Like, and now all of a sudden these guys that didn't even care about the title on the plane are trying to get it. the truth for the plane. Uh, you know, on the plane. Mm-hmm. Like, the, he, Mahal walked right by him with the fucking title on his shoulder. Like, yeah, right. it may, you had, at least have it make sense. You had. Uh, Jesus Christ. Andrews sitting right there. Or Anderson, not Andrews. You had Anderson sitting right next to him the whole time. Yep. Didn't give a shit. This is, we're watching the end of the Undertaker Goldberg promo video. Yep. Yeah, we jumped right to it. I mean... Skip Bobby Lashley and Strowman. Skip the 50-man... Battle Royal. Battle Royal. Which probably went on for about 45 minutes. And they're going to do the typical Goldberg entrance where he comes out I'll sing with the music. security. Dan, 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 <laughs> Dan, 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 Dan. This is when you do the Goldberg. Dan, 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 Dan. And you, you chant Goldberg. Go- oh, Goldberg. Dan, Dan, Dan. You gotta keep chanting. Dan, 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 Goldberg. Yeah, it's not working. We, uh, that was good. We'll, was do under, we'll do Undertakers afterwards. Well, what are we going to chant? Undertaker! Undertaker! <laughs> Look at a woman! A woman! A woman! Oh my god, the one woman in the arena other than Renee Young! I told you you had to find her. <laughs> it's like, where's Waldo? Where's, where's the, the woman? 
dead in the ground. Did oh. he actually headbutt the fucking... He's still headbutting shit knowing about CTE. He's still headbutting lockers. How do you know that? that? How do you know he didn't take his hat off too hard and his <laughs> nail got him in the forehead? <laughs> That's just being dumb. He had his appendix removed. He's Nothing is dumb. He looks like a piece of shit. Yeah. What about chefs? Oh, no. <laughs> Swedish chefs. Look at everything, dude. They get it there. Wow, they went to a lot of trouble to get inflatable fucking gold letters to spell out Goldberg's name. That's, Especially that's in that country because there's no English. <laughs> it's all in, like, Arabic. At least Goldberg's entrance isn't as long as The Undertaker's is going to be because that's going to be, like, 15 minutes. I was dating this blonde chick, and she was telling me she started to... She was going to start to go to the gym and all this, this, and that. And I was like, all right, that's cool, that's cool. So when she would come back from the gym, she was always, like, speaking in tongues. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And she's like, oh, this is what they teach me in my class. I'm like, what the fuck class are you taking? She's like, Arabic. I'm like, I th thought you said you were going to the gym. She's like, yeah, I do. I go, that's aerobics, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? I just made that up. <laughs> I just made that one up. Is that okay? That's good. That's Is good. that funny? We've got that down. That's, so so if, that, if somebody ever tries to steal that, we fucking got that. It just clicked when I said Arabic. I'm like, Arabic? Aerobics? What a dumb girl that would think the difference. That's your fucking legacy to yeah. the world is a fucking joke. Yeah, is that good or what? <laughs> yeah, I like that. that. That's right. great. Because I kept a straight face. I didn't know where the fuck you were going with ah, that. You were looking at me like, hey, hey, this guy. <laughs> yep, that's a I was like, because I know he's dated blonde chicks, so that could be plausible, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> and dumb ones at that point. <laughs> yep. That was, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was actually, I mean... We were, I was talking to my cousin at a graduation party, and she was asking me about the podcast. She, she's like, I, I was thinking about listening to it. I was like, yeah, you know, please listen to it, because we, we like getting people listening and, you know, telling us what they think. And and she was like, yeah, you know, you know this is, this is like, going to outlive you. Like, these are out there forever. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, and that's true. I mean, just us bullshitting, having a good time. It's gonna outlive us. They're gonna oh, be. Yeah. They're gonna be out forever. I thought that's actually a really cool way of looking at it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, your daughter's gonna be able to listen. You know, oh, exactly. when you're gone. That. That's why I like having the, the CDs of it. Like she can she can listen to your voice forever. Like you know right, what I mean. Exactly. Like that's that's actually really cool. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? She can listen to you having a good time and you know being right. around your friends and, and talking about her here and there. Yeah, and you know what I mean. Like I think that's actually really cool. His, I can't stop looking at his one trap. This one on this side is huge. The one on the other side is like minimal. <laughs> Look at it. Yeah, that's that's it's like there's nothing there. Look at that. Yeah, that's that's weird. Like something's atrophied or something like that's yeah, that's I just I couldn't I can't stop looking at it. It's fucking <laughs> bothering me. It really is. It's like driving by a car accident. You just can't stop looking at it. Or laughing. Oh, oh. The Undertaker! He's got the druids coming out. This is actually a funeral service for the son of a bitch. 
<laughs> which should have been the end of his career a long time ago. Because 22 fucking caskets or whatever from WrestleMania really has any kind of fucking play here. Yeah, it's not like Goldberg's trying to defeat the streak. Yeah, this is... And you know what? This whole thing, they said to themselves, well, we can get the Saudis to pay for fucking 22 caskets. Why not? This is dumb. You know what I mean? Like it, and we can get them to bring guys in to be druids and you know pay for all this shit. Oh, that's you know? their thinking. I think it's more of. I mean, for me, I'm looking at it as they're trying way too hard to, in certain aspects like this, when you don't, you're you're giving Undertaker an all-out intro right here, when your average guy that's there 24/7 gets a lame-ass Titron. Yep. Like. You want me to talk about The Undertaker's match and intro, which, no, you don't. At the end of this match, you want the fans to forget this ever happened. And, you're, and I mean, yeah, you're wasting all the money. I mean, I'm not saying specifically they said, let's get them to pay for it. Like, right. like let's, I'm not Donald Trumping them and thinking that, God, they'll pay for it all. But I'm definitely looking at it as, well, it's money that we didn't really lose. Yeah. And, and it just... Because it's shit. And, and, and then you, they wonder why people want out of their contracts. Because people are busting their ass all the time. Mm -hmm. And you've got these guys that can come in and just get a paycheck. Right, and get the you know? main event slot. Get the, 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 the marquee name. And I can't get out of my contract to go do something I really want to do. Right. You know? Yep. And nothing against The Undertaker. It is honestly nothing. But when you, he's more of a sideshow than he is... Like, that looks cool. He's just. If this was every so often and not every special occasion, this would be more monumental. But when you know it's just a payday, it just get in the ring and get it over with. And like, and if him and Goldberg had had something in the past, it would even make even more sense. Right. And and even a fucking interaction. They never even interacted with each other. Not even a backstage fucking never segment. Once. You have never given us Sting and Taker, which the fans have wanted since day one of the Crow character. But you give us this. Yeah. Even Sting, I know he would come out of that one last retirement for a match with Taker. To, to say that was it. And you could have done it here. And yes, those two have never interacted, but their characters are so similar that it's like, wait a minute, it's, it's the Undertaker of WCW, or it's the Sting of the WWF. You know what I mean? Yep. It's, it's that's where their similarities and their contrasts. But and then you know that's the something the fans have wanted. Nobody right. has fucking wanted this. Never. I mean, yeah, I'm sure people got hyped in the beginning when they first announced it, like, oh, Undertaker and Goldberg. But then but it's then like reality has eh, to sink in. Undertaker and Goldberg, eh. Because you know it's going to be... Because then you think about, well, okay, what was Taker's last matches? Okay, Goldberg's last match. Well, he was a world champion, but, but for why? Okay, I see why. He got decimated. It's like, why? But And, and then Goldberg's not going to be able to do his usual, like, throwing the guy up into a power slam because Undertaker's not going to be able to get up for it. Dude, I, you know I've what I mean? Like, this match is so... Bad. I've heard it's awful. The, the, the I've seen the end of it, and the end of it of is the matches. Horrible. The fuck, or not calling of the matches, calling of the the moves. Well, all you gotta to do is performing. watch watch the the tag match with him and Kane against Shawn Michaels and Triple H. How bad that I, was. We're gonna know? obviously see, but I, from what I've 
read the first few minutes, Goldberg smashes into the, the turn post and gets and a concussion like right in the first out. minute. Yep. So it's like, all right, well, right from there, you're going downhill. Awful. And then you've got to rely on The Undertaker to carry the fucking match, and he can hardly move sometimes, you know? It's well, like, one of the things, because I'm very swayed by, like, reading reports or listening to dirt sheets and shit, but I will because it... It's something to kind of talk about or just kind of gossip about, which is... I love doing that. But you, whoever these sources are that get their behind-the-fucking-news info... Because, like, the, the one I followed, they were like, Oh, yeah, that match was supposed to be 20 minutes long, and uh, Vince McMahon was furious, so he was talking to the ref on the earpiece, and the ref was saying by the end of the... You know, where the, the end of the match happened, that was pretty much the call to say, End the match now. I can believe that from what I've read of how bad this match is. But again, like I said, how do you, how do you get that information? But then again, shit leaks everywhere. To be honest, most of the people that are in that gorilla position with McMahon are not going to leak that info. No, right. Most of the people. You know what I mean? Like, Until, like, after the story has come out. At that point, you're, you're, you're visualizing Vince McMahon flipping out and trying to add your own twist, twist to it. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. That's why I take everything with a grain of salt. But again, I do like to gossip like that because it's fun to speculate. You kind of can imagine Vince. Oh, yeah. I can invent him blowing a gasket without a oh, doubt. Holy, what the fuck? Oh, it's just shaved. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> he's going for a man bun look, you know? Wow. He just looks like he's been on an alcohol binge for the last 20 years. He's like, my check cleared, I'm here. That's it. Taker's got... He's got, like, the the, the, the shape of a head from, like, a Simpsons character. <laughs> like, Goldberg, the look on his face is like, let's get this over with. Right. You know? Well, I look, watched uh, an interview with him, how he was saying, he's like, yeah, this is, like, one of the most exciting matches of my life. You know, Taker's in great shape. I'm in great shape. We can't wait to do this, blah, blah, blah. It was like a week before this match happened. Yeah. And then, like, you know, after this match happened, he's out there apologizing on social media to Taker and and this, this, and that. And that was one of the things in that in that uh, video article or whatever was an actual tweet from The Undertaker apologizing for how bad the match was or something like that and someone saying, like, they saying how out of character. It's like... But he's got pride. You know, he's got to have pride. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see Taker... Posting that for this for the world to see, I the pride I see him going to whoever was involved in that and being like, I'm sorry that that happened. I could see WWE saying, post something, please. You know what I mean? Like, you know, but but then again, is that the WWE official Undertaker right. page where Joey Styles is posting right. it? You know what I mean, or whatever. And I was I was reading Goldberg's tweet, and he's like, you know, if anybody was, you know, people that were expecting great things from this match, I'm sorry. I wasn't expecting shit from this match, so you didn't let me down, Goldberg. I wasn't expecting a damn thing. No, you I mean you definitely brought it to a lower level than I thought it could have. I can't wait to see this. Like, I'm not even excited to see Goldberg and Undertaker in the ring together. You want to see how bad the match is? <laughs> this doesn't give me the goosebumps mm-hmm. that John Cena and The Rock gave me. Yeah. Like, that gave me just chills. This doesn't... And it's because Goldberg has never been on my radar, for one. Never. He is not ever going to be in my top 50 
favorite oh, yeah. wrestlers ever. Like when he was in WCW, it was a big thing. But as soon as he went to WWE, it was just it was fucking horrible. And he was only a big thing in WCW because he wasn't Hogan or any of those guys. But he was big enough to stand with them. Yeah. Like DDP. Like DDP is so underrated still to this oh, yeah. moment. And like Goldberg should not be a Hall of Famer right now. That that they did that way too early. There just to so get just just so he would be on board with them even more. That, yep. That's that's my thing. I mean, a total of maybe six years in the business, and yeah, you were a big star, but not. I don't think Hall of Fame worthy at this point. I mean, Rock's not even in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I want to talk about Shane McMahon having weak submission holds. Holy shit. And that, he's another one that supposedly trains in MMA. All you know three of I mean? Well, him, or uh, McMahon and these two. Even Taker has weak holds. That triangle choke. That oh, yeah. Know, do, it it like, looked like he never put any pressure on that whatsoever. Right. Yeah. And it looked easy to get out of. And I get it, because I, I do have a couple of select friends that have done MMA and stuff, and they say, you know, it's not really, a, you shouldn't play around with moves like that because you can hurt them. And I'm sure in a moment... These guys may think it to themselves, don't right. do it, because you might. So I give them that benefit of the doubt. But still, again, sell it to me. Oh, there you go. He just fucking... Right off that fucking... The buckle there. Yep. He's done that before, too. Like, it... it, it. Ooh. Oh, he got it. Wow. He got it good. Undertaker, or uh, not Undertaker, Goldberg has smeared his forehead and ketchup. <laughs> Which would be more interesting than this match. Right at this moment, I can picture Vince sweating in Gorilla. Taking his jacket off or something and loosening up the tie. I could see him just something. Just, just flipping the fuck out. Right. And throwing chairs and just, you know. I can picture it in this moment now that this has started god damn it here it goes it's fucking over it's ruined these two fuck made me look like an asshole <laughs> what's my name again because like goldberg can he look at him he can hardly stand he knocked himself out so bad like he's he just sold it before he even twisted, you know, it. twisted his arm like oh my god this is horrible Don't. Why would you go for a move like this knowing he's incapacitated like that? Right? Does that sound yeah. stupid or no? No, I, I get it. I mean, you guys are in there to take care of each other. You hear that so much. At some point, you got to be like, look, we got to slow it down. We got to bring it to our level. And, and that, that kind of move... If you are talking about a match where you, you're just going to beat the shit out of somebody, that's a move where they have a high chance of reversing it. You wouldn't go for that move. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that I did. I thought of that one of, a long time ago. Like, that that's a very unnecessary, like, yeah, it looks cool, but after There's a while... There's no actual purpose to... Yeah. To, you could literally, what he's doing from... Just, all he's doing is just coming down... And basically hyperextending your shoulder, you could just climb to the top rope 
and jump from the turnbuckle. Yep. You don't need to walk across the... I mean, I get it. You're a big guy that can do that, so it's awe, but... Ooh! Yeah, he looked like he spiked him. We're gonna, I'm going to rewind that. that he, <laughs> he did, it does look like he rocked his head back on that one. We're doing kind of like a slow-mo. Oh, he caught him. Yeah, he caught the mat on that one. That's the first time I've ever seen him spike somebody with that. No. At least to that level. No. There's a, he could have broken his neck with how the top part of his head hit him like that. That's fucked up. And and I gotta believe a lot of that's on Goldberg being having his head fucked up. Not you know, being able to yeah. or something. I, I don't even know. He, yeah, Goldberg's, both of these Goldberg's guys look fucked. Like shit. Yeah, I mean his legs are fucking jello. Like he's doing everything. He's doing everything he can to maintain. Like, he really fucked himself on that turnbuckle. Yeah, this is just... This is bad. I mean, Goldberg... I mean, Undertaker's sucking wind. Like, he can... You know... I mean, the heat does have a lot to do with it, but still... Still, right. Yeah, this is... Fuck you for calling Goldberg a legend. Yeah, Undertaker looks like he's he's having trouble even taking a bump anymore. Man. Showing their respect with the silence of because how bad this match is. Yeah. Says poopy. I mean, like, like I said, I wasn't expecting much, but this is even... And this spot's another spot that's gotten old for the, chan the chance for the crowd to just say boo or yay when they're doing punches. That's another one that's played out way too much. Boy. Oh, snake eyes. Oh, Goldberg actually jumped pretty good for that one. Oh, a bad-looking spear. That gash. Yeah. Pretty good. So he went straight past the actual buckle and went right into the, the steel. Yeah, the, the, you know, yeah the, the ring on it, yeah. Because it hit the side of his head. Like, that's where he's caught, so. Watch this. Look, look at that. That's just fucking horrible. That jackhammer. That's not even a jackhammer. That was a fucking hip toss. That was, that was just fucking bad. Of course he's still in it. It wasn't even a fucking jackhammer. Like, that was shit. It was like a fucking shitty roll through suplex. Yeah. I hope I hope the money was fucking worth it, like, because I I'd lose all respect in my I would be apologizing after this I really would like that that's oh, <laughs> oh my uh, god 
That's that. What a pathetic fucking choke slam. Three yeah. count with the choke slam because it was horrible. Haven't had that since '91. Look at him. Look, Undertaker even knows. He's like, fuck me. That was a shit fucking match. You can tell he's embarrassed. Like, he's just fucking embarrassed to be there. Like, he can't even hide that. That reaction. Like, you, you can't... That... Fuck, man. But you know what? It's... It, it is, it's on him, not all of it, but it's like, you signed up for knowing that you couldn't do that. Yep. Even when you were going against people like Lesnar, who was carrying it for you, you were having a hard time. I mean, and it was expected from that report that The Undertaker was supposed to carry most of this match. It's like, wow. Oh, he just said fuck it, so. But, like, I just don't understand how you can have any pride whatsoever after this match. After a performance like that, like, that, that's just... He should have retired after the Roman Reigns thing, like, it, uh -huh. leaving the hat and the jacket in the fucking ring. It should have been done. I mean, you're, you're walking around the ring knowing you fucked up. Just knowing it. And not even trying to hide it. Right, you're not you even, know? like, in the moment of, like, oh, the world, like, you're in your own head now knowing that this, fuck the fans, fuck the show, fuck, this just sucks. And you know, he's only... I mean, he's probably only done this numerous times because he's had to. It's like, ah, fuck, I got it. Yeah, and he knows they got the pyro set up for it. But you so know this that. one, like, personally for me, I would feel like, fuck, I don't even want to do this, but I yeah. have to. Yeah. yeah. That was fucking horrible. If you enjoyed this pay-per-view, if you actually sat down and watched this and enjoyed it, fuck you. Turn in your wrestling fan card because you're not a fan. This, right. this was fucking horrible. This was terrible. The Saudi Arabia shows only keep getting worse. WWE, you keep getting worse. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a problem. And when you you know that you have another company that has money behind it and a national TV deal yep. coming up behind you and has a shitload of hype, and this is what you've come. This up is with. the product you're putting out there still. Yeah. You're going on big-name stars. You're like... It's WCW. You're trying to ride the big-name stars and sh just throwing whatever you can out and not caring what it actually What does. it actually is and who you actually have on your, your slot that could actually carry you. Yeah. It is. It is WCW. You you think that those stars are going to carry you no matter what you put at it. Yep. You know? Yep. That's true. Yeah, because, like, your Triple H, your Hogan... Or, no, Hogan. Your Triple H, your Undertaker, Lesnar, Randy Orton, Randy Orton, that's your Hogan, your Nash, your Hall, your yeah. Macho Man right now. Yeah. Your veterans that not necessarily don't want to move out of the way because they work for a company that won't let them. Like, oh, Undertaker, you want to 
Trillion dollars? Yeah, if you're going to keep offering the money, they're going right. to go for it, but... You know. Go out there, wrestle Hornswoggle in a Punjabi prison match, and we'll give you one trillion dollars. Oh, it's going to be on the moon. Okay. I'd have no legacy left. I guess give me I five know. minutes, I'll be all right. Right. Yep. Yeah. Sorry that, that it wasn't exciting. If you hate us... But there was no way to make that exciting. I'm sorry. I stepped on a bug at work last I night. I mean, I thought I thought it was going to be fun to, to tear it apart, but it's not even worth tearing it. It wasn't apart. even like like it was just so bad it wasn't good. And and it wasn't there wasn't spots where we could actually make it funny. You know what I mean? The only thing we could make funny was the shit that you know we other stuff that we had to talk about. That, you, know? you could tell that was such a forced show. Yep. No thought behind it. No. It just. Eh. I'm probably gonna. Rub my privates on a cheese grater after you leave and just start screaming ECW throughout the apartment. Well, why just... couldn't you have done that on the show and it would have actually been interesting? Because there's no video and no one would have seen it. <laughs> and it's just pointless. I mean, when I'm doing it alone, it's a little self Plus, we could throw it off of YouTube, too, so... I... There is a lady on YouTube that talks about getting cum down her face. I'm pretty sure we'd be okay. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I'm on YouTube a lot. I, I watch a lot of stuff. <laughs> But I'm staying away from it because there's spoilers for Spider-Man out there. Yeah, and that that and that I'll, I won't understand either. People that fucking do that, like, why can't you got to enjoy it? Why can't you let other people enjoy it? I willingly clicked on a video earlier. I just got minutes and data back on my phone, so I can I can watch some stuff. I avoid all the spoiler shit, but there's like you know trailers. Like I want to watch the Jumanji trailer. I want right. to because I I like Glass. Thought it was really cool. But I clicked on this video willingly knowing what the title of the video was and what the thumbnail was. I sh now, the setup was, it was a thumbnail of Spider-Man from Far From Home and Daredevil from the Daredevil show. I could tell it was Photoshop. So it wasn't like, what am I looking at? Yeah. And the title said, Marvel announces Daredevil for Spider-Man 3. Now, I've read enough articles to where I know that's clickbait. Right. I still clicked on it because it's speculation, and once it gets to a point where, and I know in all these videos I watch, because it's the same guy I follow all the time, he will say at one point, about two minutes into the video, and if you haven't seen this, I'm going to go in spoilers now. And then, so I'm watching the video, he's talking about Kevin Feige announced how he'd like to bring in the Netflix characters into the Marvel movies, and how there's speculation that Daredevil might be in Spider-Man 3, and I'm... As he as he's saying it, I'm literally like inching closer and closer because it's like because <laughs> I know he's gonna say, and now I'm going to talk heavily about spoilers from Far From Home. And then as soon as he said that, I clicked right out. Right. I was like, all right, I got enough. Didn't get anywhere near it was gonna be a spoiler because me being a comic book fan, I speculate, oh, he could be in this. Oh yeah. So if I see that in an article, unless there's actual context to it, it's just speculation to me. Something that I probably have already thought of. But that would be awesome to see. Yeah, that would be really cool. Spider-Man. And I think they should incorporate the Netflix you know, Me too. characters. I loved Luke Cage. I He's going to be at Comic-Con. Like, I think that's badass. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. I, 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 huh. I don't know so how cool. they haven't done a Punisher movie with, with the Punisher that they did on the Netflix. See, the season two I wanted to watch, I haven't yet. I've watched the review spoiler for it pretty much because I know... I, I don't ever think Disney's going to restart that Netflix universe over again. 
I think they'll use those characters. Right. But I don't think we'll get, like, season three of The Punisher. I don't think we'll get season three of Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Jessica Jones just came out. Not only is it season three, it is the final season right. to Jessica Jones. So I think if Netflix had time, they would have labeled final seasons for the for maybe Daredevil, maybe at least. Yeah. Um, but it just sucks because, like, I love John Berthenall's version of The Punisher. Yeah. And it's like when these – those side characters are the ones I want to see more of. And just when they start to get a leg underneath them and get – like, the rug gets pulled out. And it's like, oh, you got three seasons of Daredevil? Oh, you love Vincent D'Onofrio as the kingpin? <laughs> it's like, fuck! Yep. So I'm hoping – I have no idea what the, the end credit scene for Spider-Man is going to be. I've seen some some rumors that maybe, like, Tobey Maguire's in it. Yeah. I'd go nuts. <laughs> I, I would run up and down that theater. What if D'Onofrio came out as the king? That's what I'm saying. If, if there's rumors that Daredevil could be in season... Or not season three. In Spider-Man 3, then... Maybe the Kingpin is an overarching villain. Yeah. Because they did say in the synopsis for Spider-Man that there is an over... Or there is a villain that is overseeing everything that you will get, like, a glimpse of for maybe, like, a handful of moments. Yeah. That will play out later. I've constantly thought Norman Osborn... Yeah. Because he's, he's... Oscorp is such a global company. He's got his hand in all the cookie jars... Or, like, Doc Ock. But if it's the Kingpin, that would be, like... That'd be awesome. My, I, I would be on Cloud 9, because I would just... I would love to see the Kingpin and Spider-Man live action just throw down. That would be the best... And it wouldn't be the best fight. But it would, for me, personally, I'd be... That would be... That'd be sick. Or just seeing, like, all of them, like, all of the Luke Cage and those guys going up against the Kingpin, and... Like, his low-level crime syndicate, like Tombstone from Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Uh, Hammerhead, who's another lackey, and just, I think that would be and really cool. And if Disney's cool. got their own streaming service, you could do specials like that, where you could just take stuff right. from the Team comic books Sony and, do, and do that yeah, shit. Yeah, you know. I, uh... Oh, what was it? I feel like the... Oh, something that... There's... <laughs> Why? Ugh, it's so hard to like put into words. I'm so excited to go see the Spider-Man movie with the rumor that Tobey Meyer, Tobey Maguire, might be in it. Even if he's not, I'm not going to be disappointed. Marvel released like a couple of weeks ago an image on their Twitter of a four in the shape of a spider web of how Sam Raimi used to do the Tobey Maguire. Like when they would show like Spider-Man Two, the two was in like a sprawled out web. Yeah. That's how they did the four, and then right next to it was a drawing of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man swinging through the city holding Kirsten Dunst's oh, Mary cool. Jane. Thought My thoughts on that, because I try to be like, oh, that's, not, that's more than one thing. Don't think that's just the movies. I'm thinking, one, I'm thinking that is Spider-Man 4. That is, there is going to be some continuation of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man from that right there. Maybe it'll be a graphic novel. To, to continue that. Maybe the Spider-Verse movie has opened the door to continue live-action Tobey Maguire movies, live-action Andrew Garfield movies, live-action Tom Holland movies, and have those Spider-Men come together in a 
Avengers-style Sony Spider-Man, yeah, the Spider-Verse movie. That way you can, or you could even do it animated, like into the Spider-Verse bring, with those characters. Bring an animate, bring one of the animated Spider-Mans. Yep. Into that. Yeah. Spider-Pig, or whatever. Bring Spider-Ham. Bring him in and be like, wait a minute, I've I've been in this situation before. Have all three live-action Spider-Mans. In one movie together, in a Spider Verse, where like reality's being torn in half, they're talking about a multiverse in the new Far From Home movie. Yep. Okay, so if there's a Mysterio on that planet, that means there's a Spider Man on that planet because Mysterio is a creation of Spider Man. Yeah. So why can't that Mysterio be from Tobey Maguire's Spider Man universe? Yep. Why can't that? Um, Mysterio, maybe he's actually a Peter Parker that turned evil on his on another planet. I, there's a, there's so many things in my head that it's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to say yes or no to anything. Like, I cannot wait to see this movie. Uh, but to, if you had all those Spider-Mans in one universe together, you it'd be so cool to be like, well, Alfred Molina's Doc Ock never really died. We don't want to recast a new one. Let's pull that Doc Ock from that universe. Yeah. Let's pull the Rhino from Tom or from Andrew Garfield's. That Electro. We'll use this Shocker. We'll use this Vulture, and we'll make a Sinister Six from all these different universes, opposed to just recreating the same that, villain. That'd be major box office if you did that. Wouldn't major. That? Yeah. And at this point, why couldn't you? What is stopping you right now from doing any of that? Yep. You know you're going to make your money. And Sony owns all those rights. You would not need a single ounce of Marvel Disney's permission to do that. Yep. You you could bring in fucking Venom. Yep. From that, be like, oh, well, there is a Venom in the Spider-Man universe. It's just not our universe. Because I know in one of the trailers for Spider-Man Far From Home, he says Earth-616 which is our Earth. This this is 6, I believe, in the comics. This is 616. So that means there's other Earths out there. And it's just... That's that's a huge window they're opening. Like, I'll probably go see it Tuesday. I can, I'm so excited to go see it tomorrow. I'm so excited. Like, because he asked me, he goes, well, when do you want to see it? Like, a later showing? I was like, sure. Thinking, if you're asking later, that means you're doing something earlier in the day. I'm not going to think twice about it. And he goes, well, there's one, like, an early one for, like, 4 o'clock. I'm like, let's do that. Right. I said, let's go get lunch, and then let's go to the movies. Yeah. Like, that way I'm not sitting around waiting all day, and then that way I, when, by the time the movie's over, I still have a little bit of my nighttime left to, I want to rearrange my living room completely. <laughs> like, I just got, we can shut this this off whenever, man. So, we, uh, we kind of morphed into the comic yeah, stuff a we, little bit. Yeah, we can edit it down wherever. Yeah, we, we, we wanted to, to say thank you for listening, though, to the crappiness of that show. Right, we tried to make it a little bit fun and energetic and different just so it wasn't so uh, boring. But we will have more content soon. Life has kind of gotten in the way a little bit, you know, with jobs and whatnot. But there will be more coming soon. I actually have some videos that I can release, so... The whole one. Yeah, okay. But thank you very much for listening again, and uh, that's... What's your name? I'm Deadly Dave. I'm Ace Williams, and I got a message for you. Don't edit this out. Don't take it away. Keep it forever. After this podcast is done and over with, I'm going in the bathroom, and I'm taking a shit.